taking you back to the past. Whatever decade you grew up in, the 70s, the 80s, or the 90s, or anyone who was actually listening. Was, do you think it will have any listeners from the... The noughties? The noughties. Any 17-year-old listeners? I don't know. Well, if we do, we'll If they are, follow on Twitter, follow on Snapchat. That's what you guys do, isn't it? <laughs> we don't have a Snapchat. Can you have a Snapchat account? Ross, what's Snapchat? <laughs> Excellent. So anyway, we're taking you back to those decades of when we're growing up and watching the TV. Yep. Possibly we didn't have the internet. No. And what you got on TV mm-hmm. is what you had to watch. That was it. So the talk- TV times or the radio times or the... Uh, what's on TV? What's on TV, the TV times. Yeah. Do you remember when the TV times could only have... ITV in, uh-huh. and then the BBC one could only have BBC. Oh, right, and then okay. there, there was a court case, I think. Was there? Hi, because it was like, hell. you what can't. What a waste of money. I know. What a waste of taxpayers' money. It's Ooh. ongoing, that uh, sentiment. Anyway, this image, taking you back to those times, watching the TV, kids' cartoons. That's Whoa. what this whole episode is going to be Fucking about. kids' cartoons, So guys. I would say, if anyone... Wants to listen to this podcast and isn't like bothered about computer games or something. Mm-hmm. This is an episode that might be for them. Yeah. So recommend this to people uh-huh. to you know spread the word, spread the fucking word, spread the Gonox layer word. Mm-hmm. You can also do that by going on Facebook and liking and sharing with stuff. Have you got a Facebook account? Of course you have. Everyone fucking has. I don't. Ross. Yeah. But then again, Ross has got an aversion to uh, social media, don't you, Ross? I hate it. Or were you asked not to go on social media again because of There's that? There's a bit of column Because of column. the troubles. <laughs> because of the troubles during the Anyway, noughties. this is all destroying this image, I'm paying, yeah. of like a, going back to better times. This is all time. Yeah, going back. We're eating, I mean... Jelly babies? I'm an old guy now, but I'm still eating some jelly babies covered in this white, like... Yeah, they've gone like overkill. angel dust, isn't it? They've gone overkill with it. Uh, Ross is rubbing it on his teeth right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Have you seen the fucking smile on their faces? That's because of the angel dust? Uh, it's like... I don't know jelly, jelly babies covered in Charlie. Cartoon special, Ross. Yeah, you're right. You've covered it nicely. Cartoon special. We're going to talk about cartoons from your childhood. It's not adult cartoons, all right? It's uh-huh. not animated shit. It's not as in, I mean, like, stop go animation. It's not... Puppetry. It's uh, none of that shit. It's wholesome cartoons. Mm-hmm. All sorts of stuff we've got here. We've got loads of community feedback. Brilliant. If you I'm, we want I'm to looking forward to hearing them. The most community feedback we've had so far. Brilliant again. It's going to take a long time to get through it all. Holy shit. We're talking about Saturday, Sunday mornings after school while you're waiting to get ready for your tea. Uh-huh. Does that make sense while you're waiting to get ready for your tea? Does that make sense? Yeah, no, what I've I think I mean is. A few bottles of beer and I don't <laughs> While you're waiting for your tea to be ready, I oh. think is what I meant by that. Free microwave. <laughs> what's for tea, ma? Chicken in a basket. That was <laughs> That was something one of my mates used to always say. What are you having for tea tonight? Chicken in a basket. <laughs> I 
don't know what that is. What's chicken in a basket? Is that like southern fried chicken or something? I believe so. Yeah. I've, I've never... I've, I've, I've eaten there once and mm. never again. More likely with chips. You've eaten where once? KFC? Yeah. Okay. Despicable food. There are other southern fried chicken restaurants available. So let's get stuck in. But first, we, before we do, Ross, can you do any cartoon character impressions? Um, hmm. No, I can't. I, sadly. I, I, I can do a couple. Mickey Mouse? That's Mickey Mouse, isn't it? Wow, that's actually not bad. Ooh, hey. That's all that's right. That actually, yeah. I can do Scooby Doo. Mm-hmm. Ru- 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 less bad, less yeah. good, but he's a dick, Scooby Doo. Like, you know. <laughs> Shaggy. Soinks. Right. No. They, uh, do these no. just get worse as we go along? I, it sounds good in my head. Aye. Donald Duck. Uh-huh. Fuck it, I'll hang on. I've just that finished. That sounds like a car. I'll like finish having off. a seizure, then I'll have another go at doing Donald Duck from that. Sort of alright. I can't take yeah. it. I, I can't do Goofy though. Gosh! That's quite good, that, isn't it? Gosh! No? Um, I, mm. I could do um, Peter Griffin. It's not applicable. For this. That's all right. It's quite good. That but it's not applicable it? for this. Oh, Cy used to do a really good impression of Lewis. Lewis from uh, from Family Thing. Family Guy. Family Thing as well. Yeah. But the, yeah, that's not relevant because yeah. we're talking about kids' cartoons. Let's not get right? bogged down in the. So can you do any? I can't. No. Okay. Oh fucking hell. What's that? <sighs> Let's draw that segment to a close. <laughs> what was your just before we get into the feedback from people as well? Mm. I just want to ask you quickly. What was your favourite Looney Tunes or Disney staple character? Hmm. Well, I, well, you know co- the staple ones. You've got like you know the staple ones. You know, like, yeah. we've covered this before. I don't really like, um, don't like Looney Tunes. Um, hmm. So we're talking about Bugs Bunny. Yeah, Bugs uh, Bunny. Bugs Bunny. Um, who else was there? What did I call him in the first episode? In the head to head. That rabbit thing, I think. I think it was something like that. It was really funny listening to the first part. It was dead funny, guys. I'd probably say... Uh, oh, what's he called? You know Tweety Pie? And what's the other thing? Sylvester. 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 You couldn't get away with creating a character with a speech impediment like that these days, though. It's funny how lisps are like... That's the okay speech impediment. Uh-huh. I'm not saying that, yeah. listeners. No, no, that's, but you're just... I'm saying that's what social you know, storyboard and yeah. they were like oh that's fine pop it's culture it. suggests yeah I what just, was your answer Sylvester I, but I, I mean me mum for some reason absolutely thought the you know the rooster what was he called I say I, I say. say I say him from Coronation Street yeah yeah <laughs> Alf Ramsey or whatever yeah he was hilarious but Alf Ramsey he was the uh, manager of England when they won the World Cup in 1966 oh, was he? wasn't he yeah? well I don't want to besmirch his name okay so your mum liked him? For some reason. I always liked Daffy Duck. I thought he was he was funny mm-hmm. and very wily. Not wily coyote. Very just fucking clever. He was smart. But yeah. acted daft. Hence his name. There's two things I would like to Daffy say. Daffy Duck. Daffy, yeah. Uh, Dafty. Dafty. <laughs> There's two things I'd like to say. Growing up, when I watched the Looney Tunes, that would infuriate me. And I'm not saying this as an adult saying this. This is something that did actually annoy me about Looney Tunes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, Roadrunner and the other thing. Aye. Wiley Cody. So you had all that Maybe. money You had all that money to buy like equipment to try and catch yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Why didn't he just buy food? Now, that that's not me making a skit. That's what I thought when I was eight or nine. Uh-huh. 
And the next one is, you know Jerry? Tom and Jerry? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Jerry is a complete cunt. Yeah. Uh, he's an absolute, like, a, a despicable human he's being. He's a wind-up merchant, like, isn't he? Well, he's, like, a total arsehole. <laughs> I've never met him, so I couldn't really comment. But how about the fact that my sister is called Jenny? No. Is Tom, that... Tom and Jenny. Tom and Jenny? Yeah. Do you think there's some... No, I don't think that's what your mum was thinking at the time. My mum and dad, I don't think they were thinking that. But what do you think about that? Is that interesting or not? Well, it's it's a throwaway comment. Yeah. <laughs> it best. <laughs> I'm just going to have a sip of cider. Okie dokie, sip of cider. While you do that, I'm going to have a sip of my beer, which is something that you got for me as a present. Awesome. It's called... Oh. Fucking hell. Summeroy. Summerall. And it's from where? Well, it was from um, Norway's mm-hmm. airport. Okay. But I didn't see that in any bars in Norway. Mm. It's a massive bottle. It's 75CL. It's five point summit. Alk. And it smells like dead farts. <laughs> <laughs> if it, it smells like that now, what's going to happen when it actually like leaks out your anus later on? Oh, it's, a, it's like an IPA. It's very, um, It's very nice, actually. Well, I do apologise to Kelly if you do fart later on and it smells worse than it smells. I don't fart. Do you not? No. I can imagine that you I'm don't. a lady. <laughs> I go into the bathroom, fart and flush the string at the same time so that no one can hear me farting. I fart into a bag and then I <laughs> throw the bag out the window. <laughs> You're destroying the ozone layer doing that, you bastard. <laughs> Just destroying the evidence. Going to keep up me appearances. You just Don't. blow a balloon by farting it. Yeah, fuck it. Don't pop that balloon. <laughs> Let's just talk about cartoon, shall we? Oh, yeah. Let's do it, alright then. No. Feedback from people, humans, other humans in the world. Wow, and you haven't made this up? Nope. Fuck I love it. See, I'm just going to quickly show you, Ross, how much we've got. Fucking hell. Yeah, that's nothing, man. Thanks, guys. And... Okay, so what's going to happen now? Tom's going to talk a lot, and I'll yeah. interject with like some comments. Yeah. But I do feel that by the end of this, drinking me drink and uh-huh. listening, I might be a bit drunk, so I apologise. <laughs> Again, those listeners who are listening to this for uh, you know the first time, saws. <laughs> saws, but I hope you enjoy. I hope there's a couple of times when you go, hey, yeah, I fucking like that cartoon too. Oh, I, I fucking remember that. Fuck, oh, I like. That cartoon as well with that, but that guy and that bit of music. I fucking love that leg. Yeah. First of all, we had Kelly sent us a message. Remember uh, Kelly? Yes, yeah. You're, she was on the last episode. You're better half of... Thanks. She doesn't fart into bags. She just unleashes it. <laughs> she does a Dutch I oven. I used to believe women don't fart. God. <laughs> Whoa! You ever had a Dutch oven? No, I would never. That That's just... Ugh. Yeah. Get in, get, feel it in your mouth. So Kelly says, Hi, podcast people. Right. I hope you miss me already. Cartoons were my life as a kid. I used to love all the 80s classics, but most of all, Gummy Bears, Pottsworth & Co., Ewoks, Poddington Peas, Raggy Dolls, and The Dreamstone. Raggy Dolls? Mm. Can't wait to reminisce further while listening to what everyone else says. Now, Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Raggy Dolls. Dolls like you and me. Do you remember Sad Sack? Sad Sack. The saddest of sacks. <laughs> One of my 
Parts resemble salt sack. The order <laughs> I get, the sadder I get. <laughs> the thing about Ragged Dolls, it was because uh, all of these cartoons that we're going to mention, pretty much all of them have had a quick deeks of them. Had a quick look at them. Well I know done. that you've watched ah. quite a few as well. Yeah. Ragged Dolls was all about embracing your flaws and loving yourself, really, when I've, when I've watched it again. Okay. Because a lot look of characters... Look in the reject bin. Exactly. Um, one of them had a speech impediment. Oh, oh that was, what was he called again? Oh, I don't know. He was like... I almost wrote it down, but I didn't. He, he had like a... Um, stutter, wasn't it? Did he not have a he built-in head, like he, headphones? Yeah, he stuff. had headphones on him. Uh, he had like a... I always thought he was the cool was one, though. Yeah, he had stripy pants. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's another one who suffers from depression. Sad sack. Sad sack suffers from depression? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, that's not going to work. Oh, there was obviously the, like the little princess one. Right. Who was all messed up, like wasn't dressed up in the princess outfit. She was she dressed was up like someone some else. sort of like attention seeking whore. <laughs> <laughs> the last who had some overalls who had a bit of paint on the front of us. She was rubbish. Get rid of her. But yeah, that was a great, a great cartoon. And as you say, it had an incredibly memorable theme tune, which we've just massacred. But here's the actual thing. and Co. Did you ever watch that? Eh, uh, no, but mm. tell called, me more. It was called Midnight Patrol in the US of A. Was it? Now, it was changed to Pottsworth and Co. as the BBC thought it would be inappropriate to suggest children would be up past midnight. That's the probably BBC the most... The BBC are just ridiculous. Yeah. They've got too much power, would you say? <laughs> They're going to shut us down. So it was about a group of kids who met in the dream zone. Every night they went to sleep mm-hmm. and they would they'd say, I'll see you in the dream zone. Which incidentally is something I used to, because I used to love this cartoon as a kid. Oh. I used to say that to people at school. Oh, I see in the dream zone. Never did. This, you know, before you said um, the other one had like morals and stuff. Uh huh. This one sounds like it's about delusions. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, they would have adventures in the dream zone and fight with the nightmare prince, who was fucking terrifying. This really, really terrifying looking guy. They all had special powers when in the dream zone. Uh, the dog Potsworth could talk but mm. he was a bit of a cantankerous cunt that's what I call him one kid had a floating skateboard which was pretty cool another one had super strength and his little soft toy dinosaur came to life mm. and another kid could draw anything and it would come to life I like a penny crayon penny crayon we'll come back later loads of uh, songs <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about penny crayon in a bit and there was one girl who just tagged along she didn't actually have a superpower she was just she was one of the kids sisters and she just used to tag along like a groovy yeah but, but like without, without sexual the, yeah, connotations yeah, yeah we just hope <laughs> but yeah there was actually a game of Potsworth and Co that came out for the Spectrum and Commodore wow oh, right yeah, yeah but yeah. I've never played it maybe we will I episode 50, lo- 56 
We've done a lot of uh, research. Mm. Not much time to play Pots West and Co. on the spectrum. <laughs> Poddington Peas. I was never a fan. It was far too many pea puns I found when I watched it. <laughs> but I thought you were a massive fan of, of puns. Well, puns that I come out with. If oh, other people try to use puns, I, I just it. think they're a bit lame. Uh, the peas all seemed overly happy as well, the bastards. I didn't like that. Maybe it's the one... I was going to try and make a pun of Prozac yeah. and Peas. Oh, Prozac. No. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Is that good? In the check with that. Maybe it's the one Peas. Oh, let's do it again. Maybe it's the one on Peasac. <laughs> I think it's the cider. <laughs> Ewoks. I've never seen the Ewok cartoon before, actually, have we you? We are the E, 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 Ewoks. Was that the theme tune? From memory. <laughs> It sounded like just a big cash-in on the franchise, I'm sure. But do you know, was it revered or was it terrible? Well, the, I'm sure they made a couple of standalone films of the cartoon, as well as like a live-action couple. It was shit, mm. uh, like from what I remember. But there was also Droids. Did you ever say that? No, God, no. Dro- well, Droids was based around, in the Star Wars universe, re- uh, based around um, R2-D2 and C-3PO. All oh, right, okay. Beep, 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 beep. They lived together, like they had a gay relationship. Was it like the odd couple? Yeah, they slept in the same bed and everything. Did like, they? Uh, oh. <laughs> they didn't sleep the one oh, yeah, robots. robots. <laughs> yeah, of course, eh? Do they dream of electric sheep? Or? No, that was the, the, the last series. <laughs> also, the Ewoks seem to talk quite eloquently, which seems weird because they just go, Yeah, they're from the planet Endor. Fucking dicks. The Dreamstone, do you remember that? No. Do you not? No. Fucking hell, mate. What were you getting up to in the fucking 80s or 90s? The Dreamstone. I remember this very well. Took a lot from the likes of the never-ending story. I right. thought. Willow, Lord of the Rings and the Dark Crystal. It was kind of like, it had that trippy sort of vibe. And the main character was like, lived in this idyllic place and was drawn into this whole drama about the Dreamstone. There's a guy called the Dreammaker who gave everyone dreams. The theme tune was really weird. It was like, it was totally different to most of that era. It was like, some sort of Paul McCartney ballad. Oh, I know. It go on for fucking ever. Well, I don't like the sound of that. Yeah, well, unfortunately. Better than a dream Stranger than my wild imagination If this is a real sensation It's better than a dream Higher than Hazy like a beautiful Crazy and in confusion And better than a dream I used to wish I was Beyond some distant door I knew there must be more to life And now I'm sure No dream of pirate caves or Indian braves or magic carpets could ever be this good. You are right. Absolutely. Paul. I know that's not your name. I'm not calling you Paul. I haven't lost my mind. Paul is another guy who's said some feedback. I see. He said, not my total favourite, but I loved Captain Planet. Most people don't even remember it, but I used to buy those lollipop rings from the shops and pretend I was a planeteer. <laughs> I loved how they all had their own powers based off their personalities. I liked the fire guy. 
Did you ever watch Captain Planet? I watched a while back. I watched a collection of. So it would show you a li- on YouTube. It would show you a little bit of the cartoon, and then it would show you a little bit of the um, like the advertisements for the toys. Have you seen the toys for Captain Planet? Planet? No. So, no, I didn't have them when I was growing up. And I don't think anyone I knew did. But the toys. They sprayed water at each other, but it was meant to be like sewage or something, and it would hurt Captain Planet, and it would mark his suit. Yeah. But then you dip him in fresh water. Ah, right. This is what the cartoon says. Uh I mean, God knows what, logistically, how that worked. Uh But uh, I thought Captain Planet, I'm sure there was a famous NES game for it. Maybe. I I, I never watched it back then, but I did watch an episode. Most of an episode anyway for this. In fact, what a was your feedback then? It was the first ever episode actually. All right. So the concept is Gaia, the spirit of the earth. Uh-huh. She's been asleep for a hundred years and she wakes up to find the world's a bit of a mess. Mm-hmm. So she gives five rings to five special young people. Why did she just do something better than that? I know. Why not just take care of it herself? Yeah. There was one person from North America, one person from Africa, one from Asia, one from South America. So you can get the theme of one from each continent. Uh-huh. Uh, the last one was from the Soviet Union. So that's interesting. Uh, boundary push now, I think, for yeah. the 80s. Uh, one, the, they all had special powers. They all got a ring, obviously, and they all had special powers. There was fire, earth, water, wind. Again, there's a theme there for elements. Mm-hmm. What do you think the fifth one was? Was it say, tell us them again? Fire, earth, water, wind. Mm. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what it's not. What? It's not Mila Jokovic <laughs> or Jovovic or whatever you call it. Oh, from the... Do you like that? That was good, that was yeah. yeah. So water, wind, fire, earth. Do you remember? <laughs> what could it be? I don't know. Heart. Heart. Yeah, yeah. So, so it hence him... the song. Mm. What? You were singing the song Heart, the the band Heart. No, the, the song I was singing was Fire, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Oh, so and then I just said the fifth element was, or the fifth ring was heart. Why did they have that many? Why Christ, that was have, confusing. Why didn't they just have four elements? Because they had to get like an Asian kid in there as well. But no, they wanted to sell more toys. Why? Well, I bet yes. you initially was like, we'll make a hundred different elements. Mm, definitely. Heart though. So the, the idea of, obviously the fire guy could shoot fire. Water could control water. Wind could make tornadoes and that. Earth could control earth bits. Mm-hmm. A bit like Fan Fantasy. And then, yeah, and then... Would the hard tear us all apart? That's nice. Love will tear us apart. Yeah. Hard, hard will tear us apart. Oh, nice. No, heart was to... Um, he said, uh, you're the most important one of all because you can make people love each other. Stuff like that. <laughs> Shut up, man. It's as simple as that, you stupid bitch. And fire has the power to set whole towns alight. <laughs> Wind can decimate towns. You can burn and the infidels. Make everyone love each other. Nice. <laughs> but it cannot stop the HIV virus, unfortunately. Oh. It was eighties, wasn't it? So that's probably what they were concerned about. Well, lo- well, some like old-fashioned people would say that love would stop the HIV virus because the HIV virus was spread around by having sex willy willy nilly willy nilly willy nilly <laughs> is that a sexual position I don't know about I remember when I was like nine or something I seen the advert for the HIV thing uh-huh. and it was it's do you have you seen it no it's this big fucking glacier like uh, this like black iceberg uh-huh. and it's like it comes up with like HIV is currently killing this many people blah 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 and then at the end it goes like 
buy a condom, you know, like like use condoms, don't put yourself at risk. Right. And I was eight or nine, I was like, Mom, I need a condom. <laughs> and she No, like, you don't, son. She Not didn't just, answer yes. the question. She didn't get us a fucking condom. Did you just and try? Asia was like, I need a condom. I seriously need a condom. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. I suppose it could have been confusing, really, if you see that advert, you just think, oh my God, yeah, I need, I need one. I was terrified. But what do you need it for? Well, yeah, because well, I didn't even know what a AIDS. condom was, though. Yeah, no one yeah, exactly. told us what a condom was. Yeah. I still don't know what a femidom is. Femidom? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a type of, uh, like, rip-off of some paracetamol drug? <laughs> Cures what ails you. <laughs> snake water. Is that what that's called? Snake water? Yeah. yeah. Snake water, is that right? Snake oil. Snake oil. Snake water. <laughs> <laughs> ah, for it, man. This wow, is gonna be, that this beer's is... going to the end. <laughs> and those... he's going to have to read out all these things. Oh, my things God. It's <laughs> the hardest test ever. Oh, I can't just read it. I'm going to have to make... How do you make the font bigger? How do you get, like... Can you not get serious to just say them all out? Oh, my God. That would be... No, because the notes are all over the place. It don't even make sense. Oh. Hello there. You are a Captain Planet, and he did a fire. hundred years like then, woke this... up to find... And hot, actually, a nice. That would be what it would be. I like. feel like this podcast is gonna go off the rails. Let's, let's get quite back on track. Captain America, no, oh, fuck, Captain Planet. Aye, actually, a nice idea, and very of the time when global warming and pollution was becoming a real concern. Yeah, I'm glad they sorted that out in the eighties. Yeah. Oh, political joke there. Yeah, because yeah, we're all living just we're yeah, living fine now, aren't we? Utopian like fucking air bubbles I'm under gonna, the sea. I'm just going to top up me deodorant. One sec. <laughs> a lot of <laughs> a lot of cartoons had moral messages back then, yes. and then I've just put discuss as though I don't need to go off on another tangent. There was a lot of moral messages, wasn't there? <laughs> the end of Captain Planet was was literally like, hey kids. Why don't you put litter in a bin? Make sure you do this as well, because there's a bird there with a fucking thing around its neck. With a root. Someone has a six-pack of beers and just threw it in the, in the ocean. Look at this turtle. It's got a rope around its tips. <laughs> turtle. <laughs> um, the most famous of them is He-Man for me. The last fucking... Oh, yeah. Like, but then I watched Thundercats. And it's got the same fucking shit yeah. at the end. It's all... <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Snarf! Oh, snarf! That's another one I can do an impression of. Snarf! That's quite good, that, isn't well, it? Were you just saying snarf and then another That's all he does? You're good at it. Snarf! I hate him, though, so don't be good at it. Okay. Not sure why the five kids were even involved in Captain Planet, though. They should have just skipped them and just deployed Captain Planet every time because you, you <laughs> they would go, We can't manage the situation now. What do we do? Oh, it's combined with powers. So they get all the powers together and Captain Planet rocks up and goes, Hey, kids, always recycle. And then he goes off and smashes some yeah. dick in the face. Always recycle. Actually, Captain Planet, I want you to sort out the fact there's these rock monsters over the hill. Uh-huh. And then he goes and duffs them up. Yeah, he duffs them up. And then right comes up. back and tells them they're like, I don't know. Only flush when you've had a poo. And <laughs> if it's brown, flush it down. <laughs> if it's yellow, let it mellow. See you later, kids. <laughs> well, what actually happened in that episode? It was takes a cigarette and, yeah. and just fucking smokes. <laughs> it's off his tits. There was, there was this big oil uh, oil rig thing, like walking around, drinking up loads of oil from the thing. He caused a big oil leak, and he he came. Captain Planner came along, and he started spinning around, got all the oil, sucked it out of the ocean, put it back in this hole, and then he. Uh, he sealed it up 
And then he starts when he went, almost forgot. And he went back and picked up this massive bit of metal and then swam off with this bit of metal. And then he just threw it in this tiny trash can. <laughs> and he just like went, don't litter, kids. He just threw this massive big big bit of metal piping in this tiny little trash can. Well, hold on. Uh, there's loads of questions I'd like to ask about Captain Planet. But I feel like, let's not get bogged down. It's not good, but he wouldn't like that because he doesn't like bogs. They're probably bad for the planet. Bogs? Yeah, bogs are bad for the planet. You know, they have a... Clean up bogs. Bog birds. Bog birds and bog seals. (laughs) What are the animals living in? (laughs) Thanks, Paul, for your feedback. Loved it. Bye. Thank you, Paul. next we got Martin me brother mm-hmm. no bro he went just fucking straight in with it He-Man Transformers Dungeons and Dragons all Looney Tunes characters all of them mm-hmm. Daffy Duck was my favourite he says rip off Tom and Jerry Stop It and Tidy Up Garfield and Friends Muppet Babies Gummy Bears loads more no doubt one thing which probably says more about me than the cartoons is that I always wanted Skeletor to prevail in He-Man but he never did Ah, uh, he was misunderstood I reckon also, I used to find D&D so frustrating when they could literally see the theme park to get out, but would then fuck something up so we'd have to wait for another week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I watched uh, Dungeons & Dragons for this podcast. Mm-hmm. So t- just to like let the listeners know, I watched six episodes of different cartoons, mm-hmm. and one of them was Dungeons & Dragons. And uh, yeah, I'll be discussing what I think of that. <laughs> yeah, there's someone else who's mentioned Dungeons & Dragons. So we can talk about that in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'd, I loved it. I loved it when... I just want to say that. I loved it when I was younger. Yeah. But there was a couple of characters I absolutely hated. And I particularly hated Uni's voice. And Uni was one of those comic relief characters that feature in so many of these Dude, cartoons. You're, you're preaching gonna, from the same higher gonna, choir as me. Yeah. We're going to touch upon that definitely because there's, there's Uni, Schnarf. Aye. There's, there's just dozens of these fucking characters you just think, oh, fuck off, man. Well, would you like us just to go into uh, Dungeons and Dragons? Because I wrote a bit of notes, because I, I kind of put the spotlight, the Ross spotlight on Dungeons and Dragons. Let's put, let's put the Ross spotlight on Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> let's. 
Shall we do that now? We shall. A.K.A. read Wikipedia and watch <laughs> one of the episodes. So, Dungeons and Dragons, it went from 1983 to 1985. I was born in 1983. Only two years. It consisted of three seasons. Oh. Interestingly enough, though, the very last episode was written, but never, ever, like, it never really? got made. It got cancelled before that. Oh, my God. So, it was a co-production of Marvel, and apparently, at the end, you can see um, a Marvel, some Marvel characters right really? at the end. Which is weird, because Dungeons & Dragons, you know, is by Dungeons & Dragons. I don't know who holds that property at that uh-huh. D&D. So the premise of the story is six friends get sucked into the realm of Dungeons and Dragons. They go on a ride, like your brother said, uh-huh. and they're trying to get out of the realm. Each one of them gets given a weapon when they reach there by the Dungeon Master. Yep. I hate a little bit of the Dungeon Master. He's yeah, a shit character. He, he is annoying. And he's also a bit full of himself. <laughs> so With these riddles. Yeah. Yeah, he had he had memorable like antagonists in it. Mm-hmm. You had a uh, Timat. T-Mat, I think he was called. The um, it was the dragon, the many-headed dragon. Yeah, it was like we, six, five or six heads. It sounds like Tiamat. That's what it is. Right. Tiamat, because uh-huh. we used to think Biamat. You know, Biamat. Biamat, like a Biamat. Yeah, and Venga, <laughs> Venger, Venger. Yeah. So he was um voiced by Paul Cullen, who was also a voice of loads and loads of Transformer. Oh, really? Yeah. When it showed you uh, what else he'd done, it claims he does the voice of the Predator in the 1980-whatever film. What, just that weird growly click? Aye. Right. Well, he also does, doesn't he go like, ugly mother... You're like, ugly motherfucker. Ah, uh, right, okay. So but isn't, it, isn't that just a, that's just a manipulated recording of Arnold Schwarzenegger, though, isn't it? Well, I never... I, I watched a, a little bit... By this, by the way, I sunk quite a lot of time into all this. So I w- after a while, I was like, "Fuck that!" I, I can't find <laughs> by the way, I'll, I'll I'll leave you a fact bomb. Please do. Y- you know, uh, Predator. <laughs> Predator. The original Predator was going to be John Claude Van Damme. The actual Predator. Yes. Oh. So was he going to have more fighty fights? Well, he was actually a stunt man. Like he was renowned for his like athletic. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like he was renowned for you know his Doing the stunts splits. and all that sort of stuff and the actual design of the predator was different to what they actually came up with okay there's apparently stuff on the blu-ray of the predator the design they came up with with john claude van damme in the suit ah. but one of the problems was the the showdown was meant to be with him and arnie and john claude van damme isn't very tall ah. so they reckoned that it didn't have the like um imposing sort yes of, yeah. so they changed it okay so, anyway, with Dungeons & Dragons, back down to that, I was a fan of it back in the day. And I always remember this one episode with this, like, it was this giant spider and it trapped some of the kids and it cocooned them and all that. Mm. And it was fucking like, scary. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. And I remember it turned up on points of view. Oh, really? And I remember them saying on points of view that it's it's basically, it's like too much. And, really? and afterwards, this is my memory, I couldn't find anything to back it up on the internet. But they said that it was like getting took off the air. It got cancelled in America. Like it yeah. was ceased production of it. But I don't know, like if Brit, I don't know if they were showing it. I th- you know, it's it's weird, like what came first. Sort of yeah. thing. But it definitely got cancelled. Yeah. 
It did get cancelled, as I say. One episode was written but never produced. The last piece of uh, fact bomb before I talk about the episode I watched was I Hate the Unicorn, voiced by Frank Welker, who also voiced Slimer, who is another fucking annoying cunt character. (laughs) So the episode I watched is called Dragon's Graveyard. Now, I decided to watch an episode for each of the ones that... That's in Ross's spotlight. <laughs> and the reason I watched Dragon's Graveyard was because it that episode was almost shelved. Right. Because um the reckon morally it uh it was a bit it Jeez. wasn't it, yeah, it wasn't right for kids. So the premise of it was the kids, the gang had had enough of fucking Venger. Mm-hmm. He you know, he'd been getting up in the grill to yeah. watch and stuff. So they decided to kill him. Oh. And that they try and get Tiamat's help and they go to the dragon's graveyard and apparently in the dragon's graveyard that's where all the weapons are used was forged. Right. And it makes their weapons more powerful and that's why they'd have a chance to beat him. The cat they imprison him and at the last minute they have a turn of heart. Right. But they have a proper conversation about ending this character's really? life. Fucking hell. Yeah. So that's why it was like that's the show though. It, it was a bit dark and yeah. that. Um I thought the animation on rewatch, which might be just par for the course, was pretty fucking cheap. Yeah. And there was some terrible puns in it. Yeah. At the end they were fighting these skeletons and uh what you should bone up on your uh like the, the they were killing skeletons. Bone up. One of them said you should bone up on your, I don't know, some skeleton killing ability. <laughs> yeah. No, he was saying that to a skeleton as he was killing it. You oh. should bone up on your um, not dying ability. Your bone, bone atacity. Yeah. yeah, your bone. Yeah, you need more calcium, motherfucker. Aye. Yeah. Have some vitamins. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, bony cunt. It. I, I've sliced you in half. Don't milk it. It's like it's calcium and milk in there. Yeah, tenuous. Yeah. So that's the end of Ross's Spotlight, part one. <laughs> <laughs> He-Man. I, Martin mentions He-Man, I hated Prince Adam's hair. You know what I mean? I just didn't like his hair. Aye. I know. I loved his voice, though. I loved the, whoever did his voice. I loved his, the sound of his voice. P- Prince Adam or He-Man? It's the same guy, though, wasn't it? Was it? I, I, I think so, yeah. Right. But just, it just, he just went from going, Hi, I'm Prince Adam, to... He-Man! No, it was just the same voice. Ba, 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 ba. Indeed. Battle Cat looked awesome. I remember my brother had quite a few of the action figures when I was mm. younger as well, dotted around. I don't think he ever had, like, Castle Grayskull. My cousin, though, who had always had loads of class, like, he, he went through phases. He, he had, like, the proper Ghostbuster oh, headquarters and the car. He also had loads of wrestling figures, fucking shitloads of wrestling figures. Mm. And I'm sure he had quite a few He-Man figures and I'm sure you had Castle Grayskull at one point as well which was awesome was Castle Grayskull was that He-Man's castle or was that Skeletor's oh I have the power that's hard to say was it not Nyla's Nyla's of his I think it was like where he got the power of the fucking ah right okay I don't know to be honest not sure I I watched He-Man as I was growing up and it just seemed like a total fucking way of selling figures which it was it was who was it? Who was it by? Do you remember who it was by? Uh, Mattel or something. Ah, like? was it by Mattel? Yeah, yeah, probably. There was a new 
Adventures of He-Man or whatever it was called. You ever see that? Back in the nineties, yeah. No, there was even later than that. Really? Yeah, there was one when I used to watch. What was it called? There was a a cartoon. It wasn't Cartoon Network. Network. It was called Toons. It's Toons something. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. But it had loads of class cartoons on it, like more modern stuff, like really late at night. Yeah. And I used to sit and play Pokemon on my Game Boy Advance and watch cartoons on that. Yeah. And there was like a new version of He Man, which looked great. It, like the animation was awesome. Okay. And there was stuff like Samurai Jack, uh, all sorts of like newer, new age uh, cartoons. Mm-hmm. They were kind of like cartoons that I loved watching. When I was a kid, I would have loved watch when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but made for like the modern youths. We'll talk more about Samurai Jack later, but uh, I love that. Yeah, I've never seen that. Really? No. Okay. Well, and, and another listener mentions it later, so we'll discuss it a bit then. But yeah, the new the newer version of Human was pretty cool. I do remember watching a bit of that. It had that sort of mix. Every now and again, it would have like a nice three D, like obviously computer generated part of the animation, which was pretty sexy. I remember the first thing with that three D that I picked up on that was a uh, Futurama when they kept using mm, it for the ship. Yeah. But before we move on from He Man, do you remember the uh, the film <laughs> with uh, Dolph Lundgren yeah. in as He Man yes. and Courtney Cox was in it as well? Oh, was she? Yeah. It had that stupid daft fucking machine that had to press all the buttons on. And there was like a, this dwarf guy in it, and it was. It was horrendous that film. It was like, shocking. It was so I've bad. seen it once. Part of us wanted to watch it again for the uh, episode, but uh, I was like, I don't know. There's just been didn't have rumors the time. for years of a reboot, like a new He-Man film. But I don't know. If they, I don't know. If, to me, it's something that I don't think they could ever get right. It would always well, just be it, cheesy as fuck. It, it's shit. Yeah. The story like shit. <laughs> yeah. uh, another thing before we move on, uh, something we always used to call people. It, like there was this kid we played football with in the Sunday league. And uh, he was stocky and Ram Man. Ram you always yeah. call someone Ram Man, yeah. like Man at Arms. Oh, how name. useless Man at Arms was! Yeah. Helping him with his fucking machinery. His and they're all shit. <laughs> Did you ever watch Stop It and Tidy Up? Another um, one that Martin mentioned. I watched it once or twice. So I wasn't a big uh, fan. That was bonkers. That that was ab- that's a, that's one word that I'm going to use to describe a lot of these cartoons. Bonkers, mm-hmm. and it really was. It was a typically British cartoon. Me and Martin used to fucking love it. It was set in the land of Do As You Told. That was the world it was called. It was set in. It was narrated by Terry Wogan, and oh, it featured it? characters named after stuff that your parents would tell you as a kid. So uh-huh. there was comb your hair, wash your face, hurry up, go and play, calm down, not now, behave and be quiet. Two massive bumblebees that used to fly around. Go to bed. Don't do that. Take care. Eat your greens. Clean your teeth. I said no. I, I said, s- I said no. That was that. That was, the names were all stuff. Oh. It was kind of as though the courtroom was written by some young kid who was just having like a total mental breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they they all looked mad as well. The characters were hilarious looking. And tidy up was like the one, the two, obviously the title characters. He would just make this sort of like <gasps> noise all the time. That was yeah, all he used to do. I remember. <gasps> I've got an image of him in my head. Yeah, yeah. big blue guy with a little tuft of hair. Wacky so. hair. And my dad used to always do that noise, just taking a piss. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> brilliant. Garfield and Friends, that's one of your favourites, isn't it, Ross? Oh, well, that's Ross's Spotlight uh, <laughs> number two, if, yeah. you want, if you want to go into that one Ross's again. Spotlight, Ross's Spotlight, time Ross. to do Ross's Spotlight. What's under the spotlight? Oh, it's getting better, this. Uh, <laughs> so, I'm going to improve on that theme tune every time. I, 
let's put this in the perspective. I wanted to watch 10, right? And what stopped us from watching any more than six was Garfield and Friends. All right, okay. So, Garfield and Friends. Can I just say, I did love the theme tune. Friends are there. To help you get started, to give you a push on your way. Friends are there. To turn you around, get your feet on the ground for a brand new day. Garfield and Friends, it ran from 1988 to 94. Oh, really? Seven seasons, and I do think they brought it back. Uh, what, like, along with many other sort of rebooted franchises? Well, we and, talked about He-Man, Thundercats, yeah. that's brought back. DuckTales as well, which I'll mention. Oh, really? Yeah. So, uh, it was an American TV uh, show based on the comic strip mm-hmm. about a lazy cat who likes lasagna and hates Mondays. Banzai! Also... So there was Garfield and Friends, and what would happen was it was like it would have three stories. So it would have like one about Garfield, one about something else, and then one about Garfield again. Mm-hmm. There's something else is the reason I stopped watching I see. it. Okay. So it's Austin's Farm, uh-huh. and uh, that was a a comic strip written by the the guy who the John Davis is that what he was called? I was think it's, it's something Davis, yeah. yeah. So it, that was a short-lived comic that he came up with. That I didn't realise that. Apparently, it, it stopped really quickly, but they still kept it in the show. Yeah. And it was terrible. Yeah. Like, I fucking hated the, the, the air farm bit. There was loads of games for Garfield. Was it? There was the one called uh, Garfield's Big Hairy Deal. It's 1987. It was 8-bit and 16-bit. What a strange name. There was two PlayStation 2 games that I never looked at. There was a NES-only game uh, that only came out in Japan that... Um, Mike and James played through for a little while, which looked like a kind of poorly cobbled together um, platformer. Uh-huh. There was a card game that came out for like, what, like iOS or something. Yeah. Like Super Mario or something like that. Yeah, like what the card like, game did you say? Yeah, like right, um, sorry, like um, Mario Kart. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, Mario Kart. Did I say Super Mario? Yeah, I'm off my face. Oh, you're, you're pissed on the Norwegian <laughs> I wonder why I said it and he looked at it really confused. Like I was blank, like, what, yeah. what have I just said? Let's <laughs> give me, me social security number accidentally. I don't have one because I'm not an American. Okay. Right. Tangent City over there. <laughs> it's Ross's Spotlight, everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Ross's Spotlight. Ross's Spotlight. It's Ross's Spotlight. So the last spotlight. game that uh, I looked a little bit on YouTube and it looked good. Was a uh, Garfield caught in the act for uh, the Mega Drive? Shit! Did I have a Garfield game for me? Uh, game Boy, I think I did. did I think you? I, I think I did. It's. A, it, I think it. I think I did. Yeah, I do. It's in my box. Fuck! Dig it out. Take a pick. Yeah, and then I'll, I'll dig it out and find I'm wrong. But hopefully not. I'm sure I did though. Now we're getting deep into Ross's spotlight now. <laughs> I used to get the comic books. Now the were like. <laughs> They were like a normal book. Mm-hmm. Can I ask, is Ross's Spotlight going to be like a, a, a regular feature? I, I don't know. Depends so. on uh, how successful <laughs> oh, it is. I really hope it is. You used to get the comic book. Is that the... The, the books were like, like that sort of shape. Um, and they were, they were like sort of that long. There was them sort. Because uh, my brother had quite a few of those. But there was also the ones that were just like a normal book. Uh-huh. And it would have like one page would be one of his strips. Yeah. And I remember having um, an existential crisis reading one of them. Right. I remember reading it when I was like 14 and probably having like, uh, just worrying about like getting too old. Really? Like that's a memory I now have. Like What was is, the comic? 
it wasn't even really attached to the, I remember being up late at about 12 o'clock reading got I can't remember the comic book like the, the story and I just remember just like almost thinking I need to set aside all this bullshit like and just send that like I'm getting old now I can't like be reading comic books and really? fucking ah oh, see right okay so yeah. it wasn't that you were it was wasn't something in the thing it was just that you realised shit I can't be doing this stuff because yeah. I used to like lie in bed and I would play with cars and stuff in my bed and like have little races oh. on the bed I know yeah and I was probably like watch out for Knob Hill <laughs> <laughs> testicle mound coming. oh another spill <laughs> round that nipple nipple roundabout oh. is that a chicane no it's my anus <laughs> yeah I no it wasn't sexy it wasn't sexy car racing it was oh. just normal car <laughs> and, uh, and I got to the point where I just thought I'm going to have to stop playing with toys and stuff I used to play with um, action figures in the bath and stuff like that like all me brother's old Star Wars figures which I'm sure I used to love but I used to play with them in the bath uh-huh. and I, I was probably like 12, 13 or something like that and I think I was just like fuck I'm going to have to stop doing shit like this Like I remember a similar thing happening with me me figures as I was calling them I yeah. hit a birthday I can't remember which birthday it was and I was like right I'm going to have to stop Put these away. Uh... because it's it's like it felt socially like mm. but with this Garfield thing I, I started worrying about my age and I think I was only like 40 Bless you. I was like I'm scared I'll die at one point and I remember like just having this whole like fucking gloomy yeah. Christmas so now whenever I think of fucking Garfield I think of like feeling of that mm. maybe that and the fact that the the cartoon was so shit as me yeah. to stop watching the cartoons is that why you got a black Christmas tree is that yes yeah which I don't put up anymore. Put a real one up now because I've been guilt tripped into that. My girlfriend. <laughs> so anyway, there's the CGI films, of course. Is that is it has Bill Murray as the voice, isn't it? Yeah, well, which is funny because the original voice I always thought was Bill Murray, but it's not. The guy who done the voices was Lorenzo Music. He's called okay, Lorenzo so, Music. Yeah, wow. He done the voice of Garfield, and he also done the voice of Venkman. In the real Ghostbusters. Ah. So there's a f- weird connection that there is a skit in Rick and Morty that yeah, pulls this up. Right. Like, isn't it funny that he done the voices of Bill Murray and then Bill Murray done the voice of Garfield in the yeah. CGI film? There's two of them CGI films, you know. Is there? Fuck me. So the episode I tried to watch was a supersonic Seymour, a mildly mental mix-up and Garfield rap. That's the episode because uh-huh. it, it's got like that many... But as I've said, I turned it off at the fucking salesman awesome. bit. Uh, the the Austin bit. Yeah. The 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 Garfield bit was just the salesman comes around, tries to like con John into like making the most of his time. Mm-hmm. It was rubbish. <laughs> I like the the comedy. It really dated. Yeah. But reading on Wikipedia, depending on what episode you're watching. Garfield's more true to the comic strips than the earlier ones, uh-huh. and he's more dark in the earlier ones and now for the final bit of Garfield's friends think about this mm-hmm. in the comic strips he thinks yeah he but yet out loud. yet on some occasions John asks him questions pauses for answers uh-huh. and then like he might say do you want a cookie or like something like that yeah. or like have a cookie barrel and go there's no cookies in there is there because you've had them all and yeah. then like Garfield just stand there. John can't understand what he's saying, and yeah. then the next strip like bit will be him saying something bad. So my question is: Can John hear him? Can Garfield talk, or is John having a mental breakdown? Yeah. What is it? Yeah, 
end of either way Spotman. either way you've got to start watching you start you've got to start reading these comics because you're you're 14 years old mate yeah i've got to make the most of my life <laughs> i've got to at the age of 40 be like doing a podcast speaking of which i'm just going to get a picture of the little toys you've brought oh, stick nice. it on twitter i'm just going to take a quick second to take a picture one second Ross, do you want to just tell the world what the the picture is that I've taken? It's a, probably the greatest like baddie of them all, which was a Dr. Crown song. Oh yes. Oh, was it? Yeah. How did that go? It's Mumra, the ever living. So he's he's in his other form, where he's like a just a wizard old mummy type dude. Uh-huh. But then weirdly enough, he's with this dog, and that dog is meant to be his dog. Even though like you would never put them together, you no. never see like them two are like a a pair. Yeah. But isn't that always the way? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Muppet babies. Do you ever watch this shit? Yeah, I hated mm, it. Yeah, it had really mad moments because I just watched a quick episode. It had mad moments of live action, like a baseball game. Oh, did All it? of a sudden, just there was just a baseball game, like mm-hmm. a real shot. They were playing hide and seek in this episode I watched. Mm-hmm. In every place where one of the characters, fucking Fozzie Bear, what he was called, he goes, we had a funny voice. Fuzzy Bear, it. oh yeah. yeah. He, there you go. That was quite good. Yeah, right. He was looking in different places, and everywhere he looked, there was like a live action thing going on. It was weird. It was really strange. That saves on animation, doesn't it? Yeah, I think that's probably the idea. Gummy bears flying here and there and everywhere. Now this we are the gummy bears, gummy bears. Ah. Now this is the ultimate Saturday morning cartoon for me. Honestly, as, yeah, for me it was. I think it's uh, yeah. Remembering the, the the start of the intro to it, the, that theme tune. <laughs> Stories to share All through the forest They sing out in chorus Marching along As their song fills the air Gummy bears Bouncing here and there And everywhere High invention That's beyond compare They are the gummy bears It was sung with such passion That, that theme tune Do you not remember the guy Who was singing Fucking will the gummy Fucking Also, the blonde one. She was hot here, you know. <laughs> oh my god. The blonde gummy bear, or quiff. She reminds us of uh, the, you know, the, the lass who jumped out with a cake in 
under siege with her tits out. She reminds us of her. Ellie. She, she was in Baywatch, I yeah. think, wasn't she? I she was. Ah, she she had. And I'm sorry, I know that the last episode was a female special, like fucking girl power and that, but she had some banging boobs. Yeah, I, them boobs are rubbish. No, like they were fake. great. No, they weren't fake. They were natural. No, the fake. Oh, natural. No, well, they weren't. Under siege. I'll fight you. <laughs> Rewatch that scene okay. and you'll find out. It's because she jumps out. She's got her eyes closed and she's going. Fake boobies. Rubbing my boobies. Ross, does this turn you on? Rubbing my fake boobies. <laughs> They're not fake. No. No. She had real boobs and then she got them done. Really? Is that true? I'm afraid so. Okay, I believe you then. On, and on that bombshell. I'd still quite fancied the blonde gummy bear though. I, think she, I thought she was pretty sexy. <laughs> That's alright. Yeah. So did you did you not like gummy bears? Um, I thought it was a bit um, juvenile. <laughs> it was a bit full of itself. <laughs> yeah, it was a bit preachy. Yeah. No. No, I liked it. I liked it me. But then again, my brother did as well, so that's probably why. Yeah. A lot of the cartoons, it's a shame my sister didn't submit anything, but then again, I didn't ask her to. Mm. But she probably would have um, said pretty much the same sort of cartoons. I so. hated gummy bears. They watch <laughs> it all the time. She loved gummy bears? Was it, was, did it have anything to do with the sweets? Gummy bear sweets? I, I or... don't really remember it as fondly as, as your... Uh, yeah. It was shit. Yeah, sorry. No, guys. no, <laughs> if you like it, don't be easily swaying like that. <laughs> an email from another dimension oh there were incoming incoming that's the generic actually incoming message now should you not like have some weird sort of seizure and then like tell us the like oh yes I incoming incoming fucking hell that was good that thanks but that's a bit like yeah that's a bit like what's its name third rock from the sun Really? Because I was thinking of them idiots in a very early Louis Farrell. There was that guy that he went to see in America right. who di- who thought that he could... Uh, oh, my name is Crowvok. I am talking to someone from another dimension. Really? Do you not remember him? Christ, And no. he would like... He was just a charlatan idiot. Yeah. Or, or mentally deranged idiot uh-huh. who thought that, uh, that he could, you know... Pass, a, pass off all this shit that's swirling around his head that's that it terrifying. was something from a different planet yeah did he have any redeeming features like could he make a lovely soup I think he had a wicked haircut oh okay speaking of wicked haircuts mm-hmm. this message from another dimension is from Blast Pit mm. user this is what it, it comes in it says exactly this user Blast Pit location Zen University Computer Unit Ah. time unknown Subject, cartoons of my youth. Hi guys from the lair, Blast Pit here, still residing on the planet world of Zen. I'm starting to make a life for myself here as I return to Earth is not looking likely anytime soon. But as you can see, this message is coming from the Zen University of Bacterial Studies, 
when I'm taking a course in the origins of the corpse fart <laughs> and getting to the bottom ooh of all those ladies' breasts found in a cart. Did you say ooh there? I did. I, did, I said ooh because uh, he said bottom. Getting to the bottom. That was the first Dr. Grand song? Yeah. One of corpse them. fart. Corpse fart. My lecturer is none other than Dr. Krend himself. Oh, there you go. I had no idea there was another human residing here. Well, I call him human, although it's yet to be confirmed. He's shown me the alien student nightlife here. It's never daytime here. And the many alien strip clubs that adorn Bull Squid Boulevard. I find... <laughs> 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 ah, they've been is... drinking out of one of them funny pools on Zen. I've, I've read the next sentence and this is classic Blast Pit. This is classic... Classic friend. I have found that my penis has grown twice its length too, which is definitely a good point of being here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should put that on the tourist board. Yeah, there. guaranteed. Penis is it's going to grow at least at least bigger than it is now, and that's further than you know. Like obviously, it grows a little bit bigger. Like if you're growing on a show. But past the point of stimulation, <laughs> that's that. I'm just saying this is probably what they put in the in the real brochure. Oh, the brochure, yeah, the brochure. Uh, we it gets better though. The best strip joint is Gonok's Club, where Gonok herself is available at a hefty price. Oh dear, <laughs> that leggy bitch can satisfy eight human males at once, but has been left to rot over the years. <laughs> as up until my arrival, only Doctor Cren regularly had intercourse with the eight-legged critter. <laughs> I, I'm speaking directly oh. to, to Blasphere right now. I worry. Are you all right there? He says, anyway, I digress. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the whole point of this message is to list cartoons in my youth. <laughs> yeah, they are. That's why Aurus fits in well in the lair. Because it's, you know. He knows. He knows. Cartoons I like. Teeny mutant hero turtles. He says hero turtles. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. He was in a half shell. Turtle power. They're the most something fighting team. Where Give me a break. Oh, yeah. Give me Leonardo some pizza. Leonardo leads Donatello does machines. <laughs> Give me a break. Raffaello's cool but crew. Give me a break. Michelangelo is a party dude. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> Teenage mutant. Give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> drink as many. <laughs> oh, give me a break. Uh, I absolutely love this cartoon. <laughs> shame it wasn't. Shame it wasn't Ninja Turtles, which was a big deal back in the day. It was a major talking point at school the next day, and I always remember trying to memorize the names of the turtles so I looked good at school. Never worked. Oh, bless bits, you break every heart. I can't remember. So. Could he not remember the t- names of the turtles there, or did he remember them and it didn't make him look cool? Is that what it might? Oh, yeah. Uh, I think that's what he was referring to. I mean, to be fair, there's only four of them. So he, Aye. it wouldn't take long to remember. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid so. I've remembered them. And I could remember which colours were. I'll yeah. shout out a colour. Orange. Tell me. Oh, what's, what's which way? Right. Um, red. Who was that? Raphael. Orange. Michelangelo. Blue. Leonardo. Whoa. And purple. Donatello. Uh, he had a smug look on his face as he, <laughs> he, he dropped that one. And Splinter. Oh, uh, you know. Bebop. Bebop and Rocksteady. Yeah. Casey Be- Bebop. Casey Jones, mm-hmm. who is played by Stephen Amell in the latest film. And I've never watched Kelly it. got very excited about that fact. Uh, Stephen Amell is Arrow. Arrow, Arrow yeah. Yeah. 
I met him. Did I tell you about that yet? Yes. You know, so I changed that to I met him instead of Kelly met <laughs> oh, him. Oh, no. I'm so aware. That's happened a few times. Give me a break. I can't remember much about the music of the cartoon, but maybe you two can. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that's <pretty laughs> Also, who was your fave turtle? Mine was Michelangelo, as he just seemed the coolest of them all. Mine was Michelangelo as well, because num- nunchucker. Well, I felt sorry for him because he couldn't use his nunchuckers. Mm. Why? Because, or what in this country because yeah, people could make them a wood shop so we've, we've, that, we've so discussed he, this he before. had to use pizzas that yeah. was his weapon was it like well what in hero turtles he would just Ninja throw turtles. them around a bit yeah. like you'd throw around a manhole cover that's what's weird about like censorship oh uh-huh. you can't use nunchucks uh-huh. that guy can use a sword that's fine uh-huh. and what oh, he's got to beat up some of these foot soldiers mm. which by the way they'd have to make them foot soldiers robots so that they can kill them yeah okay fine so what we're going to use to kill these uh, foot soldiers? We can't use nunchucks. What about a sewer lid? Oh, that's fine. Yeah, fuck it. A massive <laughs> piece of metal. Yeah. yeah, take his face off. Who, who was your favourite? Um, Can I guess? Yeah, go Raphael. He I don't the, want to influence your decision. He was the moody one. He, and, uh, he was cool but rude. I, I Give me a break. I got the comic books right, <laughs> and in one of the comic books, he, there was this weird him. Um, story arc with with Raphael starting to wear like um, he had a different suit oh, like right. he had this dark suit that he kept wearing that the, all the other ones had wore on one mission and he, he was obsessed with wearing it and it was more like showing that how he was different and like he wouldn't help with the you're trying to go it alone sort of thing yeah all right, okay. later on I found out that the suit he was wearing was very similar to the one there Spider-Man uses, you know, Venom. where Venom comes from. Was it a bit like Nightwing and Robin? That yeah, sort of thing? yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So it was obviously influenced by that. But I'm going to destroy that. I like Donatello the best. Was it because he uh, was the... He done machines. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> also, in the game, I just thought Donatello was the best one to be because uh, he had the biggest weapon, like the longest... <laughs> I it's 12 o'clock full of drink seeing the biggest weapon isn't going the best thing to do no, but when I'm a jelly saying, baby you started saying he's got the biggest weapon and you thought nah no that's too rude so you said he's got the longest instead and <laughs> no but he did have a nice big cock the real more. the real Ghostbusters wood. <laughs> got wood the real Ghostbusters the real Ghostbusters. Yes. Why is it called the real Ghostbusters? Okay. Is this from Blast Bear? It is. Well, it's Ross's Spotlight. Oh, I'm just going to read what he has to say and then okay. we'll go into Ross's Spotlight. Another major talking point at school the day after. Not too sure why I loved this so much, but I did. I thought the storylines were good and the animation was brilliant. And who could forget the iconic music and the end credits with Slimer was a classic. <laughs> yeah. Shame the computer game was shite. Well, on the spectrum it was anyway. Oh, nice. Oh, kind of... So, Ross's spotlight, Ross's spotlight, spotlight, it burns your soul. It's so bright. Oh. Ross's spotlight, here it comes. Oh, I feel it on the back of your neck. It gets all sexual at the end, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Well, before that, it could be Ross's corrections, Ross's corrections. Um, Almost as good as Ross's erection. The, the game I think Terry's talking about is based on the actual film. Is that because, the one congrat- congratulations? Yes, and and you could sing the the theme tune. The actual um, real Ghostbusters game did have some games, so he might be talking about that. But I don't th- think we ever played that back mm. in the day. So real Ghostbusters, it's Ross's spotlight again. It went from nineteen eighty six to ninety one. 
Tom's trying to amuse him now. I'm getting really like <laughs> passionate on this segment. Like, guys, it's Ross's spotlight yeah, again. Yeah, guys, okay. yeah, shut up. <laughs> it, it went for seven seasons. Later on, I think it turned into fucking Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Oh, really? Ah, uh, so they brought him to the forefront. A uh, green bastard. It was a spin-off of the film, but it had subtle changes, and I can't get to the bottom of why they made all the changes. Mm-hmm. There is one episode where they go on about how they had to, like in the actual show, they go on about how that to make changes to the like story uh-huh. from the film, or rather, the film changed the real story sort of thing. So it was quite like that was quite interesting. I mean, I remember the comics. And the toys. The toys were, like, absolutely, like, weird. Yeah. My sister had a few where, like, it was like an old granny and you press something and, oh, like, she would mutate. Would, I had that one. The mouth would drop down. I also had the yellow... It was, like, a yellow car. This big yellow car thing. Which was another version of the... Uh, the Ecto-1. Ecto-1, yeah. It was, like, another version of that. I had a few of the, the toys. But they were all very strange. It was kind of, like, the concept was... A normal looking person, then you pressed something on the back and they were turning it was a haunted spirit sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. They were the what art like it's fu- the thing that's funny about real Ghostbusters and why uh why it's come back up a bit is my niece who's like seven, she loves it. Yeah. And I don't know why, like they brought out a newer version of the Ghostbusters and there was one of the guys was in a wheelchair. Did you ever see that? That one? was so that was called Extreme Ghostbusters. Extreme Ghostbusters. So they brought it back, yeah, and the the F and I um they put in a black woman, I think mm-hmm. one of the characters is. Or she might not be black, she might be just a female. Mm-hmm. Which it's not sexist. It's the way they're thinking. She's right? ethnically orientated. She, she's just a bit of like, yeah, oh, we had a black guy, now we've got yeah. like so, there was a guy in a wheelchair. I can't remember the other two characters. Yeah. But I told my niece about that, and she, because they're not on Netflix, so she hasn't seen ah, right, them okay. once. And she was like, I showed her pictures, and she said that looked rubbish. So but I think universe. I was leading her slightly. It's <laughs> <laughs> a universe Netflix, like. Is that what, like, um, from a child's point of view, like, because I know I that think if I was... just easier for her to watch yeah. it. Because if I was growing up now, I know that would, Netflix would be it. That's all I would be interested in. But if you think about it, the seven seasons on there for her to absorb... Sorry, hang on, sorry. The Real Ghostbusters is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I, I thought know. I told you. Yeah. Did you see that earlier in this conversation? I believe so, but then okay. re-listening to this might prove me wrong. Especially sorry, when you're it, editing it and then... I mean, I don't want to imply that I didn't listen to what you were saying. However, that may have just gone under the radar a little bit. But now I'm excited about the fact. Well, it's the thing is, she's got... Uh, what's that other? Crackle. Uh, Hulu. The box Amazon is a play Prime. or something. Uh, Firebox. Amazon Firebox or something. Oh, what's it on there, Friday? I can't remember now. Anyway, she's got like... Have you ever seen Uncle Grandpa? She watches that as Uncle well. Uncle Grandpa? Oh, it's fucking baffling no there's some big people who make I mean the title alone is ridiculous they do like uh, voices and on it is weird anyway back to the real Ghostbusters so we've talked about the original voice of Venkman was Lorenzo music yes now on the internet which I don't want to believe this is true apparently people said that Bill Murray got in touch with the makers of the real Ghostbusters uh-huh. 
voiced these uh, how unhappy he was with Lorenzo's music music's um, performance of his like character. Yeah. And he got him fired. Really? Now that's a rumour that's on the internet mm-hmm. and I can't seem to find anything backing it up. Doesn't the, sound like something Bill Murray would do like. Bill Murray's meant to be a bit of a like hard case. Like, okay. Str- strange enough, I love that. Like, I think he's amazing. But yeah. So that's something else that's swirling around it. If Bill Murray didn't get him fired, why did he leave after two seasons? Because when yeah. I think of Venkman, I always think of that voice. So who did his voice after? Um, I didn't. It was somebody else, and I, I haven't. I didn't go and check it out to see the difference. Like if he was doing a parody of like. Uh, Bill Murray's voice uh-huh. or something new yeah. or trying to copy Lorenzo Music's I don't know uh-huh. so I always hated the sound of the siren on the real ghost it's a horrible pew, noise pew, pew. it's quite good that isn't it though pew, 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 it's not pew. bad it's not, not bad that is it it's more like it's like oh, it's horrible right but mine is my my sounds like it's the film nice. does it sound like the film though possibly yeah Yes, it sounds good in my head. So uh, the episode I watched was imagine listening to a podcast and someone did that three times and made you listen to it. Would you continue listening to that podcast? Do you think? I think that by now, after an hour of this, I would know what they've signed up to. <laughs> so the episode <laughs> I, I was watching was called "The Boogeyman Come Off," oh. and uh, it was recommended on um, some website. Basically, the Ghostbusters are hired by two kids to kill the boge- the boogeyman. Uh-huh. He lives uh, in the closet, and he feeds on people's fears. And then of going into the closets, and uh, it's like a is it is it Escher who does them yeah, weird the weird upstairs sound downstairs and shit like that. Yeah, and the uh, it turns out that. Um, one of the character, one of the Ghostbusters had like ch- when they were growing up, they had a problem with the boogeyman. And it's I'll tell you something. It's pretty fucking scary. Yeah. Like I was watching it thinking, fucking hell, mm. this is no wonder people say. But that's one of the strengths of the cartoon, apparently, that yeah. it it can cover like these quite darker sort of things. But I did think some of the animation dated badly, right? And um, I don't know. It it is what it is, but I did like it from back in the day. Right, cool. End of Ross's spotlight. Thank you very much. Excellent. Blastbit continues with Thundercats stroke Defenders of the Earth. I'm lumping these two together as I remember absolutely loving them and loving the music and also the fact that they came as part of going live on a Saturday morning. Oh, oh yeah. Can't really remember much about them other than that, but hope it sparks discussion for you both and memories. No, nothing to say about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well... Thundercats? Yeah, it's it's Ross's Spotlight. Ross's Spotlight, Ross's Spotlight. What's that in the sky? It's Ross's Spotlight in my eye. It burns. Oh my God, there's blood. It's running down my face. It's too bright. Ross's Spotlight, turn it off. Thanks, that's better. So much better. (laughs) Ross's Spotlight. Lovely. Thanks, everyone. So Thundercats, um, 1985 to 1989, four seasons. Four years stint. But they did bring it back. Okay. You know, like you were talking about with He-Man. Okay. Um, it follows the adventures of a team of heroes. Cat-like humanoids. On Cat-like a, humanoids. On a planet called Third Earth. Oh. 
It's kind of like similar to um, Superman. Fourth, fourth Earth. Yeah, Fourth Earth. It's similar to him. He, uh, he man. It's similar to Superman. How their their home planet gets blown up and they have to go okay. to some some other place. It was a few games, and one was uh, called Thundercats: The Lost Eye of Fundera, and that was on eight bit, sixteen bit. Right. I remember the toys. Yes. Do you remember the like? I had the. What was the tank called? The big tank. Yeah. Was it called the Thunder Tank? Is that what it was called? <laughs> the Thunder, Thunder Tank. tank. <laughs> just off the top of your head. Oh, just, I think it yeah, was called Thunder Tank. Yeah. yeah. So I had that. I Not had... something daft like, uh, I don't know, I kind of think of what it called. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> so, um, what else is there to say about Thundercats, really? Everyone knows about Thunder, it. Thunder, 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 Thundercats. So the episode I watched was called The Ghost Warrior. Okay. It was recommended by Sci-Fi and Now, like a website. The Thundercats battle the ghost of Grave the Destroyer, a former Thundercat turned evil. And it was full of the typical sort of shit. I mean, I, I thought it was poor going right. back to checking it out. Didn't he have the eye thing where he brought it yeah. down and it kind of went around the... the... S- sight Beyond Sight, that was called. Yeah, yeah that's it? right. Um, yeah. Sight Beyond Sight! The Eye of Fundera, or something. And then Thundercats. Ho! <laughs> That's right, eh? And his sword got bigger when he said ho. Eh, ho. It usually does. <laughs> end of... Uh, uh, end of... Uh, end of Ross's spotlight. But we've got at least three more to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> We're struggling to keep up. Defenders of the Earth? Ever watched that? Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. <laughs> yeah. What was that about? Was that the one with, like, Mandrake and stuff? Mandrake the wizard? Uh, the magician? It was, wasn't it? And uh, the pu- the purple guy. Was that that? I think that was, yeah. There was four of them, wasn't there? I think so. That's one I didn't do any research on. Nah. Because Blastbit's email came in a, a little bit close to the finish line, a little bit close to the... Well, you know, the, time's uh, weird from that vector it is. in the solar system. He actually sent it before we asked for any feedback. That's how time works so he somehow knew but it took so long it actually went around and broke the time space uh, continuum continuum yeah so I didn't have a chance to have a look at Defenders of the Earth but I do recall I'm sure I'd had that guy called Mandrake because I call my iPhone not my iPhone there was a device I had I think it's my iPod actually Mm -hmm. is it one of the devices I had I called Mandrake at one point for some reason I don't know why I don't know what the fuck that was about or did I maybe try to make that my own nickname? You know when you try to give yourself a nickname? I did. What? <laughs> I social to... strut? Like social strut? I think it was at work and I tried to give myself a nickname, Mandrake. Oh, yeah, hey guys from work. <laughs> guys, I'm Mandrake from now on, yeah? Right. And they were like... Do you know Mandrake's you know, a Tom's total arsehole? It's also a, a, a root or a herb or some sort of natural remedy. Yeah? Yeah. For gonorrhea. Is so it? That's why I chose it for myself. <sighs> Fucking hell! I'm not even sure what that was about. <laughs> Next up, a cartoon we haven't discussed yet. Blast Pit would like to mention mm-hmm. He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. <laughs> oh, well. I don't know if this happened in your year at school, but in my year, lads like He-Man and lasses liked the far inferior She-Ra. I loved Skeletor, and I always remember him being hilarious in one of the feature-length versions of the cartoon. Amusingly, I always thought Battle Cat was called 
was called Babble Cat. <laughs> I could never understand why. Babble Cat. <laughs> that is amusing. Thank you, Plaspith. I didn't like this as much as the others I've mentioned, but it was still great and had some hilarious characters in it. Man at Arms, as an example, was hilarious. I can't really think of anything else to say about this, but again, please discuss at your leisure. Well, we have we yeah, have mentioned here, that. Blast Pit goes on to say, here are some of the cartoons that I liked. The Pink Panther. That was it. Inspector Gadget. Yeah. He says, I loved how the message always self-destructed in the presence of the person who sent it. can't remember his name, the guy with the big tash. Remember that? There was, oh, in the opening I sequence, he opened up the, the safe and took the message and he put it yeah. back in, in the safe, like flashed really bright and you saw the skeleton inside. He was dead. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, I was into skateboarding at the time and loved that he had a skateboard. Roadrunner. Me, me. Dastardly and Muttley. Cue the dog's hilarious laugh. <laughs> That's all I can think of. So Inspector Gadget, that had one of the most iconic theme tunes ever, I think. love his voice the inspector's voice I don't know why it was just uh, I used to really like the voice of, of Inspector Gadget it was a typical case of the pet or like this sort of seemingly inferior being in the yeah. show actually being the brains of the whole operation and rescuing all the situations where it was got, it was gone awry mm-hmm. it was the dog it was called Brains I think actually the yeah, dog it was. it was Penny's dog it was a bit like the crow from Banana Man you know how the crow from Banana Man was actually like the guy who would fix everything for him. I can't remember that. Is that yeah. what happened? The crow was like always saving Banana Man and stuff. But get, what about the claw man? The body? The claw. The claw had a really... Gadget. Wow. That was it really was good. amazing. He had a very similar raspy voice to the uh, Baron Greenback from... No, Danger, Danger Mouse. Mouse. yeah. Similar sort of voice. I like Penny's book. Penny had this book. I'm glad you said book. <laughs> she used to... It had all the information oh, side of it. And stuff. Did, it was yeah. a bit like a modern day iPad sort of thing. Yeah. Do you think it predated like... Definitely. That's where um, <laughs> Steve Job Jobson got that idea from. He just watched an episode of... <laughs> yeah. went, I want to make that. <laughs> I imagine that was what he spoke like. Uh, it's pretty much accurate, yeah. Now, I want to ask you off the back of Inspector Gadget chat... What would you like to have as a gadget? And now I'm going to say... Keep it clean. I'm going to say not your penis. Right. I'm going to say that straight away. So it's going to be go-go gadget. What would you like to have? Mm. Because when I was little, I used to genuinely used to lie in bed and, and wish I had the go-go gadget arms so I could turn the light off without getting out of bed. Ah, yeah. what a sweet story. Yeah, it's because of all the nails and the, <laughs> the horrible fucking bear traps, bear, bear traps that me, me mom used to leave on the floor. Um, Don't you fucking get out of bed. Like that. Tax. Oh, you had that. You had. The helicopter. The helicopter yeah, thing. with a little I'll handles. Have that, please. That was well, good. You could choose something that already exists, or you could just make something up. Well, I'll have that 
from because I think that would be class. I could okay. go all over the place. <laughs> just be yeah, traveling around. Yeah. Gander shops, no problem. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, it is a real problem getting the shops these days, isn't it? Well, because I'm getting older and tired, I can't be arsed. I see. Right. Go to the shops. Oh, I'm gonna fucking walk to the shops. Could you Again. like? Could you staple a load of drones to your head, like drones? I'd probably snap your neck. Actually, mm. that would have been. Pro- oh no, you had the handle thing. Ah, that's yeah, all. Yeah, the handles. Yeah. <laughs> What would I like? You ask. Yeah. Um. I don't know. Probably go go gadget penis. Let's just stick with the go go gadget <laughs> arms. Since you yeah. no, ring fence the fucking penis thing. I think. <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, go go gadget. I just think the arms would that would just solve so many things because you. I'd probably put on a bit of weight, but like fuck it, because you like it would be cool, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. How far would the stretch though? Would it go as long as I wanted? Well, that was always the thing, the logistics, the actual... You Is know. there a little camera on the end of my hand so I know where I'm going? Oh, that would be good, yeah. Anyway, enough yeah, Inspector okay. Gadget chat. Dennis the Menace. Now, obviously, Bino, Dennis the Menace, we know and love. Yeah. It was the far superior Dennis the Menace, in my opinion. But the Americans decided to do a version. Is that right? Is that what happened? I think so. That's what I'm going with. <laughs> But so he was probably like, not right then, Probably yeah. not. But he was this little blonde prick. He was, I. Uh, I think it came out a canny while ago, you know. Like there was that there was that, there was two versions I saw. One that was like really old, like seventies maybe, sixties, seventies. Okay. And then another one that was when we were kids, eighties, nineties well, sort was of a thing. Film, wasn't there? there was that horrible, horrible film star <laughs> and that guy from the odd couple. Oh aye. Uh, Mathis, is it? Yeah, yeah, aye. He was in it. He played He's good, Mr. Wilson, but the film, the kid the film is a shit, yeah. Well, that's the idea. <laughs> He's a little menace, but he had this big sort of white. I don't know what sort of dog he was, but he wasn't Nasha or Ganasha, as a lot of people used to say. I like a Saint Bernard. No, he was like a I don't know, like an Irish Wolfhound or something like right. that. It was this big, massive thing, or a Labradoodle. They didn't exist back then. Probably not. But Ganasha or Nasha. What did you used to say? Ganasha or Nasha? Nasha. Nasha, yeah. I used to irritate some people say Ganasha. Do you know what irritated me about the comic books? Ganipa. <laughs> this is his little mate. <laughs> what? Walter the softy. No, like, so the Beano, there was two things I hated about the Beano comic strips. First off, Dennis's mom and dad was always referred to as Dennis's mom and dad. Uh-huh. So other people would say Dennis's mom and dad, oh, even right. though like it Instead was of like Joan and uh, yeah. And secondly, Pete. if they were carrying anything in it, like if it was like a bag, uh-huh. it it would have written on what was in the bag. So uh-huh. if it was a bag and it had sweets in, uh-huh. it would have sweets written on. <laughs> if it was a bag and it had money, it yeah. would have money written on. It was just lazy, lazy lads. <laughs> really lazy, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what used to irritate me about it too. Plus the type of paper it was on, I didn't like that. Yeah, I wasn't really good at written. You know, if at the end, if someone, like, some arsehole had, like, come out laughing at the end of one of the comic strips, I used to rip the, the page. You used to rip the page? I used to rip the page. Like, you know, if, like, say, some bastard had, like, won, you know, do you know where I'm going with this? If, no. if, like, if the moral of the story turned out to be something I wasn't, like, really yeah. a fear with, I would rip the page. Yeah, that was your, like, like re- rebel, rebellion. Yeah. yeah Fuck no, you. Yeah. I've got Fuck con- you, I've Dennis. still got control. Fuck you, Dennis. Yeah. I've ripped you in half. Yeah. Look at you. You're all floppy. Then I would eat, eat his actual image. Was this before you turned 14 when you had your uh, yeah. existential crisis? Yeah, it was before that. 
I mean, we've covered everything here, but I just want to read out what I wrote. I know Dennis the Menace is a British version in the Beano, mm-hmm. not this blonde prick with his shit version of Nasha. <laughs> so yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say. Yeah, Nasha was a better character than that white fucking thing. Fucking But reads. I don't know what come first and stuff, and I'm not trusting you. Nah, I, don't <laughs> I wouldn't trust me. <laughs> Blast Pit says, cartoons I disliked. California Raisins. Oh, hi. A Sunday morning show, and it always used to be on just as me and my brother finished our paper rounds. My brother loved it, but I hated it. That's all that needs to be said on this one. Dog Tanyon. And the Free Musker House. That's the one. Pure shite. <laughs> In that title music. Argh. What now, for all and all for what? Musker House is something, something. Now, what if you sing back that? If you want to hear that theme tune in full uh, well not in full but I right. put it in an earlier episode I'm yeah. not putting it again you can fuck off I delve through the fucking backlog <laughs> I really like that theme tune though. I don't mean to just disagree with everything but the Blast Pit really, says eh? but I, I really did like that theme tune I and that was the reason why I put it in back then and the cartoon like I remember liking it but I understand why people didn't because it was kind of set in a strange period and it's a story that's been told a hundred times okay. awful yoga <laughs> I thought you were going to get all uppity there. No, no. See, I can understand why people didn't like it because it was probably a bit too intelligent for kids. <laughs> it was a little... So you know, well uh, done for not doing it. I mean, Blast Pit's down here, but you know, I'm <laughs> yeah. more intellectual. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> DuckTales. Hated this with a passion. Oh. Now that is controversial. Oh, it is? Also one I can't remember the name of, but I think it was Dungeons & Dragons type thing with the most depressing title music ever. If you guys or your listeners can think of the name of this one, I would be very grateful if you kept it to yourself. <laughs> I don't know what you, that could be. Uh, it was a Dungeons and Dragons type thing with the most depressing title music ever. Mm. I'm not sure. I don't know what that could be. We'll try to do a bit of um, investigation and find it for the next episode. Yeah, maybe. yeah. DuckTales. That was Scrooge McDuck adventuring with Huey, Dewey and Louie, wasn't it? Yeah. And then one of the... There was a lass involved at one point as well, yeah? Now, what relation is Scrooge? In his are they are they He's an Hue, Huey, <laughs> but are Huey, Dewey, and Louie are they Donald Duck's nephews? I, I think so. So is Scrooge McDuck? Is he Donald Duck's brother then? Um, all right, I can see the age difference problems here, like arising. And who is is it? Donald's sister or a brother? Do you know? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't oh, keep right, up. Ross. I haven't watched it. Fuck Who do you, you think know. you are with Donald Duck on it? Now, I thought it was a classic cartoon and it spawned a great game. Yes, it did. Yes. I, the Pogo Sticks. A few of them, like uh, Rescue Rangers and um, mm. Darkwing Dark, Dark Duck. Darkwing Duck, yeah. A few of them are really good games, apparently, on the, the uh, NES. And strangely enough, a pack came out for the PlayStation with all of them on. Mm. I was tempted to buy it. Darkwing say. Duck was one of, the game, uh, one of the cartoons that was part of Disney's Afternoon. Yeah. Cartoons. It was like uh, Tailspin. I think was in there as well. I'll talk about Tailspin later. See, I don't really like um, Disney cartoons. Yeah, to be I agree. I agree. The game, the game, uh, Ducktales game had a HD sort of remake recently, didn't it? Yeah. HD treatment, but also the cartoon, the Ducktales cartoon, has a reboot this year as well. Was it? And I watched a little bit of the reboot, and it does look good. Like the the, the actual animation's nice, but. Yeah, it's still obviously still aimed at kids. So if you can, if you could be asked to watch a cartoon, then you might like it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't know. But that's one thing I should say. I can't be bothered with cartoons anymore. 
What was that after this? Like before the <laughs> just, episode's no, before, conception? Before. Or? Absolutely before. So Blast Pit says, I think that's it, as I've rambled enough. I haven't listed half the things I wanted to, but I just haven't had the time in my busy life on Zen. Oh. I've been working like a Japanese prisoner of war. But a happy one. But a happy one. Mm. Feel free to omit this if you think your listener might be offended. What's that from? It's uh, Alan Porridge. Ah, right. <laughs> and Michael go he's like working on like uh, this the side of there's some problem in his room and he goes, Hey man, this is sold. There's this hole there's a Japanese prisoner war walking down there. But a happy one. Ha ha you daft racist. <laughs> Well, keep up the brilliant work on the podcasts, and honestly, they are getting better and better. All oh, the thanks. best, Blast Pit. P.S. Doctor Kren says hi. Oh. Thanks, Blast Pit. Love you. Okay, we had some feedback from Carl. Mm-hmm. He's got in touch a few times. He's still writing that Tetris uh, cover that he was doing, which was sounding good the last time I heard it, but it's yes. been a while. Carl, get that sorted out, yeah? He said, the real Ghostbusters cartoon, Slimer had a mint comedy role in that, and Scooby-Doo, until Scrappy-Doo joined them, yeah. then it was wank. <laughs> I seem to remember it being a lot more about the Who Done It plot until he turned up. Then it was more about that little yappy twat. <laughs> I recall... No, I, I agree fully with that. <laughs> then Adam. Adam says, Dear boys, my favourite memories of cartoons from my youth are mostly filled with Pokemons, the OG series. He must be younger than, than us. Uh, he's in his, in his 20s, the bastard. <laughs> Pokemons was such a massive cultural phenomenon growing up, mm-hmm. and I latched onto it. Being able to play it as well as watch Ash travel through all the areas in the game was mind-blowing to young, to young me. So... If you've listened this far and you've heard that read out, what came first? Was it the cartoon or the the game, or did they mm. come out in, uh, at the same time? I'm not sure. I'm not sure because it was a card game as well, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it was just a fucking onslaught, an onslaught of of this franchise, right? Because they knew, they fucking knew how much money it was going to make when they launched that. I'm sure they just thought, oh my god, what a fucking brilliant idea! This is going to make so much. Yeah. Let's just let's just fucking napalm them with all of this from every angle let's just from the off because it was always release the cartoon and action figures at the same time mm-hmm. now it's release the cartoon in another way to to interact action figures aren't really a thing anymore they're not really yeah. <laughs> you've got like I mean you've got it's more like Lego tie-ins isn't it than anything Well, it's usually there's a Lego version of everything but yeah. now it's release the cartoon or the film and release a game or a card game to go with it. 
I'm surprised more games haven't done that stupid. What was it called? Skylanders type. Yeah, uh, that's Disney though, isn't it? Sky. Disney. No, it's it not Disney. No, it was pre-Disney, and then oh. Disney bought them up. Ah, okay. so like they hit upon that, and they were fucking clever as fuck. Mm. But now it's like I, I, I'm sure Nintendo tried it, like mm. the the toys that you buy in in country. But you use it in a game. <laughs> that sounded just like Mickey Mouse. No thanks. I can get that though. I got into Pokemon late uh, with me Game Boy Advance, mm-hmm. and I fucking loved it. I did. I absolutely loved it. But I could. I can understand how playing the game and watching a cartoon would be. Yeah. Just everything. I totally get that. He says from Pikachu to Team Rocket schemes to even just guessing the Pokemon during adverts. I loved it all, especially the theme tune. <laughs> For me was Samurai Jack. Samurai. Samurai. Right. The artistic design was totally new and really caught my attention. And then when I actually sat and watched it through and saw it was full of fighting and bodies and shit, I was hooked. The end. Papa bless. <laughs> <laughs> Samurai Jack was uh, one again I used to watch on... What the fuck was that channel called? It was Toon something. It was a class channel. It had some great mm. cartoons on it. And I, I watched a canny bit of Samurai Jack. There was one episode in particular where the whole concept was uh, Jack had to fucking find and fight this weird dragon sort of lord enemy thing. He used to take different shapes, different forms. And there was one episode where he learned how to... Well, it was he came across this ancient tribe who looked like they could fly. But when he encountered them, they said... Um, it was something like no fly, jump good or something like that. So the idea was that they can't fly, but they can jump really, mm-hmm. really far. So the whole episode was about teaching Jack how to jump really far. And it was like they put loads of weights on his back and he has to climb over stuff. And then when they took everything off him, he could jump really far. So it was kind of like all about his his journey yeah. to try to defeat this big body. It ended, but they brought it back. Maybe it's even just this year, I think it came back. Like a, a new series of it. Just, I think the idea is to tie up the whole story to finish it all off. Ah, but it was yeah. a really stylistic, just fantastically written cartoon mm. that I highly recommend. I think in talking about it, I, I was thinking about it's Afro. Is it yeah. Afro Samurai? I got that yeah. mixed up, yeah. Because I, I was, was about, does Samuel L. Jackson do the voice? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's, that's a fair 
glaring error to make. <laughs> That's a glaring error to make. up we've got Chris and Teresa. Hey dude, here's my take on childhood cartoons. T helped out as well. There were so many great ones of course so we'll just try to stick to the ones we loved the most. Got to give props to the WB, Warner Brothers, Looney Tunes stuff. Straight off of course. Watched so much of that, especially Roadrunner and Bugs Bunny. There were so many good games based on those two. The Tiny Toons games and the SNES were great platformers, especially the first, so that wouldn't be the one that we played. No. I think it was called the Buster Busts Loose or something. <laughs> Excuse me. Buster Busts Loose. Eh? <laughs> the early Taz games on Master System Mega Drive were decent too. Now, again, that wouldn't probably wasn't the one that was running one. There was no, a, no. the Taz Tasmanian Devil game on the Mega Drive that we had when we were growing up was pretty cool though. That was like a platformer. Mm-hmm. He says, We both loved Willow with a Wisp. Oh, Music yeah. was class. Characters were great and wacky and it featured awesome voice work by none other than Kenneth Williams. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man of voices. What was the telly called again? Edna. Evil Edna. Evil. The Wisp looked spitting dabs for Ken. That's what I said because when I watched a, an episode of it yesterday, it just it looked exactly, it had his nose and everything exactly. Does that hold up still? Uh, oh. It's. Uh, uh, no. I, I said it, it, it reminded us a lot. It had a very similar vibe to uh, Magic Roundabout. Right, that yeah. kind of where there's weird gaps in between the speech in between the well Magic speech. Roundabout was French oh was it really originally yeah can't talk about that though it's not Ricardo oh nice I was there pitch perfect me. he actually sent us a little picture of Evil Edna what was it uh, we, we were talking about a game a little while ago and we talked about Evil Edna do you remember um, it was Alan Wake's DLC because yes. the the final boss was a t- a possessed TV and if you remember on the last episode we talked about the caterpillar from Willow the Wisp oh aye, yeah looked like one of the baddies on oh, yeah. that fucking shit witch game what was that called again? Uh, oh, which, um, thingy tale, fantasy tale, yeah, something tale, fairy tale, a fairy tale, fairy, yeah. fairy something. Else. Uh, so there you go. It all comes together. It all makes sense. It does, eh? Ross's spotlight. No, sorry. It's not here. Uh, then he goes on to say, "Me and Neil, that's Chris's brother, Neil, mm. who I would love Chris and Neil to come on as guests together. Oh. I would love that to happen. They loved Mask, M A S K. Remember I that? Remember the figures." Yes, my brother. The cars and stuff. My brother had a couple, a couple of the figures, but like maybe he's only two. But I do remember them. He said, "Not sure if you watched that transforming vehicles with dudes with cool helmets with all mm-hmm. these different powers and stuff." Class clearly couldn't spell though. Acronym for Mobile Armored Strike Command, spelled with a K. Command. Well, <laughs> Mortal Kombat. Well, Mortal Kombat school of fucking bullshit. <laughs> he also tried to get a bit diverse, so props for that. But kind of dubious calling the Indian guy. Ali Bombay. Did they? Yeah. Wow. This is another one of those cartoons that had a really annoying comic relief character like Schnarf. And Orko from He-Man. Mm-hmm. 
It had this robot called T-Bot. T-Bot? Aye. Uh, T-Bot? Yeah, T-Bot. And there, there was <laughs> this young kid in T-Bot and they were playing ping pong and the fucking ball hit him in the face. He was like, ah! And I was like, oh, fucking hell, man. Oh, fuck you, Stop T-Bot. Stop with these fucking... We could do a whole episode on comic relief characters, but we won't. Aye. Uh, we'll put you through that. Mask 2 on the Specky was a pretty sweet game, too. There was a class Dungeons and Dragons cartoon, too. Dungeon Master and Uni and the like. A group of kids went on a roller coaster and ended up in a fantasy D&D land. Awesome. Never got why Eric the Night Guy only had a shield, though, and yeah. not a sword. Yeah. He was a cavalier. Yeah. Like, and he, he was the one that was all right. He was the oh, one spouting a, off all the fucking... You like, know what he was? He was a douche. <gasps> wasn't he? He was, He was actually, a douche. Yeah. Oh, by the way, uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, the fucking redhead in the boots. Whoa. Whoa. You hot, know what? Smoking you know hot. What? She was a thief. And you know what? I'd steal her away for a night, eh? <laughs> and fuck her. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, shit. Talking of shields, I loved Ulysses 31. Oh, it's Ross's spotlight. Ross's spotlight. Oh, it's my God. Why is it so bright? Is he making me answer questions <laughs> I don't want to answer? Like some kind of German Nazi thing. What were they called again? The SS. Th- thanks for mentioning them. Okay. So, uh, Ulysses 31, it was called. It was mm-hmm. made in 1981. It consisted of... St- uh, 26 episodes. Wow. And I think it had series. I just think it just had 26 it episodes. It was ongoing. Um, it was a French-Japanese animated series mm-hmm. that updated Greek mythology inspired by Homer's Odyssey. So that's why it has a quite a unique look to it if you if you watch it today. It certainly does. So the gods were ang- angered when Ulysses kills the giant Cyclops. Mm-hmm. Zeus sens- sentences him to travel the universe with his f- crew... That are frozen and he keeps them in like suspended animation. They're like floating, it's weird. Uh, The theme music is fucking brilliant. It is fucking brilliant. BBC um, in 1985 and 1986, so that's where I remember watching it. Mm-hmm. Now, it had an annoying little fucking arsehole. It was called Nono the Robot. Yes, I was going to say that, yes. Total arsehole, and it's funny. So out of keeping. Because mm-hmm. he pops out of a cake. Oh, he does a lot of fucking oh, annoying fucking shit. Dickhead, yeah. He was drinking fucking oil. Oh, you know? No, no, get out the oil. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come here, no, no, you little shit. Something I was talking about earlier with the um, the Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles. 
how they have enemies who are robots because they can kill robots. Mm-hmm. So the episode I watched, this magician guy had, he had robot dogs. Okay. Just so the robot dogs could die. Oh. So the episode I watched was called Magician in Black because it was the highest rated on IMDb. Uh-huh. It, the story was, a powerful magician breaks the curse of all them characters, you know, being in suspended animation. Mm-hmm. However... In return, he makes a terrible demand on Ulysses. Basically, he wants to hunt three of the crew members. So they end up going to a di- different planet and, f- and battling them. Now, the animation is a right struggle. Mm-hmm. It's it's so like... It feels like everything was really hard for them to animate. And it's very sparse with music. Mm-hmm. When the music kicks in, it's fucking awesome, though. Yeah. But it's really sparse, and it has a very um, plodding atmosphere. But I liked it. Uh-huh. I, I really enjoyed that episode. I thought it was like... It had a, a really dark, melancholy ending. Mm. And, like, they just... You know, it goes on. Like, the search to try and... it. it I remember liking that in the day, because it was very unique, mm-hmm. and it still has that uniqueness... It feels like a nineteen seventies production as well because yeah. of the animation. Yeah, it had that weird uh, where it was the voices were overdubbed and it felt like they were speaking too fast and you yeah. couldn't. No, you couldn't Ulysses, def- you got to do this, and he's just his mouth like ba ba ba. Yeah, and then the, the next sentence from the other character would come in as well, and there was no the intonation was all fucked up. It would like, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris says he had this cool shield thing which sort of materialised on his arm and a cool sword. Oh, he did, yeah. yeah. I forgot about that, yeah. And Chris says he models his style on him as well. And if you've... you've I don't know if you've ever met Chris before, but Billy he's got... Billy type. <laughs> he's got a big beard and, and lovely long locks as well. Awesome, yeah. So he looks very, very similar. Chris also says there were loads of great Japanese-American crossover cartoons... Uh, which were awesome. Mm-hmm. The Mysterious Cities of Gold was class. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Is there anything you want to say about that off the bat? Just the theme tune's fucking amazing. Okay. Children of the sun, see your time has just begun. Searching for your ways through adventures every day. Every day and night, with the condor in flight. With all your friends in tow, you search for the cities of gold. Chris says, even as a kid, it seemed to go on and on. Yeah. It just never ended, apparently, in uh, someone oh, else. Some, well, I don't know if, well, it felt like it never ended, I think. It's, well, that was the one where, you know, back in the day, you'd watch these things and you would just tune in, mm-hmm. you know, whenever. And it, it just had this big, long story, and I didn't yeah. know, like, when it was going to end, what the hell they were getting at. He also says, pole position was great, too. It was a racing thing with these computer characters co piloting the cars with humans. It had a brilliant theme tune. They're moving real fast, they're the only ones who can get there on time. And never too far behind, they're always fighting crime. Undercover and face an adventure in the danger zone. Pretty soon they'll be off on a mission.
That was made by Namco. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. no, I've never. Yeah, well, there you go. It was made by Namco. So, do you think it was in direct relation to the game pole position? Mm. Mm. Chris has to mention Action Force, good old G.I. Joe in the States, and Thundercats too. Me and my bro spent many a day watching both of those. Great stuff. Brave Star 2. Speed of the Puma. <laughs> yeah. Side of the Eagle. Side of the Eagle. Yeah. Side of the Eagle. It was set on a planet which is essentially the Old West. This is me speaking now. This yeah. is what I've got in my notes. It had robot horses and crazy shit. Uh, Brave Star is a Red Indian or Native American or First Nation Sheriff, whichever, whatever you want to call him, who can summon different animal spirits. Like you say, there was the Eyes of the Hawk, Strength of the Bear, Speed of the Puma, Puma, mm. Puma, Puma, and number four was cock of the horse or something I don't know <laughs> sexual tenacity of the rabbit yeah <laughs> what the fuck was it uh, hawk puma bear some cock other shit in relation to size of a horse yeah. that, if, if anyone if anyone listener if anyone listener knows anyone know. listener knows yeah I watched it last night I can't remember it was so long ago you may now use all of your special powers in, mm. in that week's episode TC, as I have to mention, this cartoon called Mr. Rossi 2. have no idea what it was myself, but she loved it, and I thought Ross might appreciate the name. Mm-hmm. Do you remember I, it, Ross? I remember it from primary school, because people used to call us really? Mr. Rossi. Mr. Yeah. Rossi. How original. If I remember correctly, the animation style was very odd. Now, I watched an episode last night. Oh, did you? I did. And it was bonkers. Remember said, said Bonkers? Before? Now, this wouldn't be out of place in, like, a fucking... I think maybe it's even a Monty Python sketch or something like that. Right, yeah. It, it was. It it was. Remember, in um, there was a few a few cartoons I watched that had this sort of theme. In Sesame Street, every now and again they would have like a little interlude, like a cartoon mm-hmm. interlude sort of thing. That animation style that those cartoons had in Sesame Street, this was exactly like that. But this cartoon. I can't believe it was for kids. It was so depressing. It was Mr. Rossi. It was called In Search. What was it called? Uh, Mr. Rossi looks for happiness. So I thought it was perfect. (laughs) Absolutely perfect for you. That was the episode I watched. It was like, it was him talking all the way through, talking about his day. He would go to work, get up, go to work. He was running late for work, even though his next door neighbour, which is his boss, left at exactly the same time. But, he still got to work late and his boss was like, where have you been, Mr. Rossi? What country of origin is it from? Uh, I don't know. Italy, maybe. It's right. felt, it was uh, European, like, yeah. definitely European. But it, it it was so depressing as fuck. Honestly, man, it was horrible. But it was all the way through this character, Mr. Rossi was convincing himself that everything was okay. Fucking hell, it was weird. Fuck. Can't um, believe it was for, for kids. It was kind of like a cartoon that was written for a parody of Sesame Street. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, they would shove it in and it would be just another joke on top of another joke sort of thing. Well, a weird coincidence last night I was babysitting, right? I mean, niece put on... Um, do you remember Johnny Bravo? Yeah. So she put Johnny Bravo on and said, uh, oh, me mom says you like this. So I was like, oh, Johnny Bravo, I remember that. So we sat down and watched it. And all through the episode, he's like going up to like lasses and going... Hey, mama. And, like, taking his top off and stuff. Yeah. And I'm thinking... So I say to my... Uh, I say, is this on the uh, children's? And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's on the children. I'm thinking, 
This is not for children. Yeah. In the second episode, was it was Johnny Bravo and Scooby Doo. Uh-huh. And all through it, he was trying to get into fucking Daphne. Really? Yeah. Which, I mean, who can blame him? <laughs> she's hot. She is, yeah, she's hot. So Chris goes on to say, got to mention visionaries. That was sweet. They were like knights, but each had their own animal totems on their oh, chest, which they could transform that, yeah. into. Cheetah, gorilla, etc. They also had staffs which activated a certain power when they said this rhyming spell thing. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I still remember loads of them. I had a lot of the same voices from Action Force, Transformers, etc. The wizard in it definitely wasn't based on any existing character too. He was called Merklin. <laughs> Did the action figures have holograms on their chest? Was that I, right? From what I remember, I think I had one of the figures and yeah. Yeah. But the build quality on them was quite good. Yeah. I think I remember them. It, it's funny at work they were talking about something. Uh, Centurions, do you remember oh, that? Oh, yes, I. That, I might, rem- that might be what I remember, where the faces were holograms. Is that right? Ah. Because I remember in Centurions, they would all change into different, like, they would have the ability to change into different weapons. Or, or oh, like, right, okay. it was odd. Mm. But a lot of this stuff, like, is quite similar. Yeah. Because a lot of it wants to sell the figures. Oh, that's all it's about. Chris finishes with absolutely love Transformers 2 but my last one is from left field Dick Spanner P.I. Brilliant out there stuff. It was a claymation thing co-created by Jerry Anderson of Thunderbirds fame. Dick was a take on the hard-boiled private eye types like Mike Hammer etc. Except he kept messing things up. It was so weird I don't think I really understood it as a kid but I loved it. It was so hard to find on TV too so it was kind of a cool challenge. Now it is a it's not technical so it's clear so we will just we'll not really discuss it however I'd never heard of it before mm-hmm. I did watch it and it was pretty bizarre uh, there were adverts for Tenants Lager that oh. used like a version of this Dick Spanner guy alright uh, to advertise and the tagline was it's good but not that good like what sort of tagline is that used for, <laughs> for your for product Tenants Lager yeah. it's good but not that good yeah. that was the tagline like probably the best lager in the world, sort of thing. But uh, the, it was strange choice. But okay. does tenants lager still go? Because I remember having having some of that when I was younger. Yeah, I've seen it in some places, like, but it's kind of like social clubs, like working men's clubs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beers that still are going, and so mm-hmm. like, like old men's ca- clubs, Castle Main Forex and stuff like well, that. Like if it's not triple hopped, I'm not interested, mate. <laughs> Two more emails. Mm-hmm. Ethel the Frog. Ah, yeah. Hi guys, me again. I was a massive cartoon fan as a kid. I remember enjoying Tom and Jerry and the Looney Tunes with my dad. He has the most infectious laugh and this made the cartoons even more enjoyable. Oh. Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, Elmer Fudd and many others were great characters. A lot of cartoons from my youth were from Hanna-Barbera and looking back they weren't great, yeah. although fun at the time. I can think of Huckleberry Hound, Pixie and Dixie, Yogi Bear, Scooby-Doo, Captain Caveman, the Flintstones, the new Shmoo, uh-huh. Wacky Races and Dastardly and Muttley in their flying machines, Catch the Pigeon. Yeah, I, I remember, Catch the Pigeon, Catch <laughs> the Pigeon. Now the Hanna-Barbera stuff always had like, very similar appearances and humour and stuff, like the background repeating in Scooby-Doo. Yeah, well, that's, to, a, that's something I've always mentioned now, like... Yeah. 
Uh, that used to irritate me even then. How cheap um, they look. That's why it baffles me Scooby-Doo's so fucking popular. I know. It's I used so to watch, cheap. I used to watch it loads. Like, I used to watch all of them all the time. But even then, I just didn't really like them. You know what I mean? It just used to irritate us. Yeah. And they all had the same sort of voices. They obviously probably had the same characters and or same actors in most of them. Do you think they look dusty? They look like <laughs> yeah. just... just like, like those jelly babies. Yeah. The new Shmoo, did you ever watch that? No, I've never but, heard uh, of that, but Heron, Lee Heron mentions it a lot. It's It reminded me of A Boy in His Blob, that game on the NES. It was like a ghost that can form into any shape, but it was almost exactly like Scooby-Doo set up. Right. Like, it was these kids kind of investigating mysteries and stuff, and they just had this ghost that could <laughs> help them for some reason. Horrible. Uh, Captain Caveman, I never watched this when I was a kid, um, but I did like the look of the character. He was all beard. Nah, he was, yeah. But he, it was a bit weird. He hung around with like these three beautiful teenagers. Teen angels, they were called. Um, it feels like they were trying to come up with the most bizarre concept possible at this point. Like, the way they were sort of... Uh, let's brainstorm, guys. Um, okay, so uh, what about if he's a caveman? Uh, he's, he, we defrost him. And, uh, there's, there's, there's three girls. Yeah, there's three girls. They take him out and uh, they, they solve crimes. Let's make it. Well, really, it sounds like they're just... They're getting two of the most popular ones ever made and putting them together. So you got the Flintstones, which yeah. is like <laughs> yeah. back in the past, and you got Scooby Doo, so exactly. we'll just m- smash them together. Mm-hmm. Whatever comes out the other end, we'll sell it. Stick a price tag on that shit. I were they getting like, were they getting cheap deals at the fucking animating <laughs> company or something? Just reusing just cells. Ed- oh, yeah. <laughs> Another one set in the desert. <laughs> <laughs> what about Huckleberry Hound? You used to watch that? You ever seen that? You ever seen that? I, I vaguely remember it. Mm. It was that blue dog thing, wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he part of Top Cat's crew? I'm sure he was all he part was of that. He was another Hanna-Barber. Yeah. Uh, what about um, Pixie and Dixie? No. I no? I didn't, even, I didn't even look that up, actually. I, I, I neglected to do that. But I don't know what Pixie and Dixie was. Me. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll have a look after this episode because it's piqued my interest. Wacky Racers and Dastardly and Muttley and their flying machines and Catch the Pigeon and that. Classics. Absolute classics. Although I fucking hated... The Pigeon from Catch the Pigeon. No, das- uh, Dick Dastardly. I fucking hated him. I thought he was a proper dickhead. He was a dick. And I hated I- Muttley's laugh as well, you know. <laughs> I, did, I didn't like his laugh. I used to work with a guy who had exactly the same laugh, which was quite funny. Do you, you know the uh, Catch the Pigeon? Do you think that's like a no-brainer for Hanna-Barbera? So we'll set this one in the skies, mm-hmm. right? You know, all you have to do is draw the occasional cloud. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Good idea. And one Thanks. pigeon. Just yeah. six frames. Just reuse the same one because it's just flying. <laughs> Choose the same things. Nilo goes on to say, you have European stuff like Vicky the Viking. Did you ever watch Vicky the Viking? You ever seen that? No, No, I have not. That's something that me and my brother used to love, like proper Saturday morning stuff. Mm. It was, I think it was Danish. It was all like overdubbed. It was pretty cool. Sport Billy. No. What the fuck is Sport Billy? I did look up Sport Billy. I've never heard of it before. Mm-hmm. And apparently it's about this kid who comes to Earth to fight for good sportsmanship. So Whoa. he, like, <laughs> he like, has a game of plays in football matches and stuff just to be, ensure that the, everyone's playing by the rules and shit like that. Well, Bizarre. football basically thrives on people cheating, doesn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Divers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ethel says, some fantastic UK series like Aubrey. He was a hopeless inventor. Ludwig, which was a surreal cartoon about a walking egg. 
uh, Rhubarb and Custard, yeah. Danger Mouse and Willow the Wisp. Now, Aubrey, I've never seen that before. Mm. Never heard of that before. I watched a bit. Again, it was like a cartoon that would pop up during Sesame Street, kind of like a little interlude thing. Uh, it was some sort of weird existential cartoon that you see on Channel 4 at 3am. It was like, can yeah. It was very, very, very basic. Just one character with a white background, uh, just inventing stuff, shit stuff. It was really bizarre. I remember when uh, Channel 4 used to do the, um, the seasons of like art. That's where uh, I first saw, I know it's not a cartoon, but um, uh, Wallace and Gromit. Uh-huh. So, so I started, st- like Channel 4 done a series of like shorts. Mm-hmm. And there was these, there was some really good stuff. I had, I had such a lot. I still do. I have a lot of time for like cartoons. Uh-huh. I, like, I, I've grew out of a lot of the kids stuff, but like I still love animation. Yeah. Ludwig, that one he mentioned. This was bizarre. It could have been like in an episode of Monty Python. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably why he liked it. Yeah. Uh, there was a, at one point there was a diamond that landed in a bird's nest and then danced around like a ballerina. So it was fucking really out there. Yeah. Rhubarb and Custard, that's not one that I ever used to watch myself, mm-hmm. but it's a classic uh, that everyone always mentions. But it had that irritating animation that would flicker back and forth between like two frames. Like, oh, right. I used to hate that. It's the last Ross's Spotlight. Oh, Get ready for Ross's it. Ross's Spotlight. Ooh, here we got the last Spotlight. Ross is going to talk about this cartoon. It's, it's not Rhubarb it's, and Custard. Oh. But it's Henry's cat, which is very. Oh. It's it's but no one's mentioned. It. I don't think anyone will. But Henry's cat is a similar animation style to Rubin and Custard. In fact, one of the people who worked on Rubin and Custard worked on uh, Henry's cat. Henry's cat, yeah. So it has a flickery style to it. Okay. Um, it was it ran from 1983 to 1993. Apparently, ten years. It consists of five series. The early series episodes were um five minutes long and uh-huh. then like later ones went up to 15 minutes and stuff so uh, i was directed by bob godfrey who done rhubarb and custard and um, it was about a layback ponderous cat and mm-hmm. it was just weird very childish but still bizarre and funny a very simple animation where it was just a couple of frames uh-huh. the episode i watched was called the computer and it was recommended by Toonhound, which was a website that uh-huh. i just stumbled upon Henry's cat gets a robot. He can't pay for it, so he asks the robot what can he do to to raise money. And basically the robot comes up with eBay. Really? That's, that's before eBay existed. Class. Um, the rest of the episode is just weird. Mm. It's very British. Because mm. it's similar to Rhubarb and Custer. Yeah. But Henry's, Henry's, you must know Henry's cat. I'm sure I used to watch Henry's cat. You must have seen the movie. You must have read the book. He's a yellow fellow feline. So take a second look. He knows everything about nothing. Not so much about that. So if you know someone who knows what he knows, then you must know Henry's cat. Thank you. Fucking beautiful, mate. The voice of... A fallen angel. 
Good. And I'll take it as a compliment. And that's the end of Ross's Spotlight. You'll be. Oh, can we have Ross's Spotlight again in the future? Yes. Shall we have a closing uh, theme? You can do it, yeah. Ross's Spotlight. Ross's Spotlight. It's over for now, but it'll be back in the future. Ross's Spotlight. Ross's Spotlight. Did you enjoy it? Answers on a postcard. Then you could put like a sound effect of a click. What would be the click? This. The switch going off of the spotlight. Oh, the spotlight's off. off right? okay. And, and the, the end theme should have been more like the end of like um, the Incredible Hulk. Like, it's the end of Ross's spotlight. Oh, it's like sadder than the startup theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, do you remember when Ethel the Frog mentioned Danger Mouse? Yes. Good. Because I absolutely love Danger Mouse. And you like it? I you? love Danger Mouse. I loved it's Danger Clark, Mouse. isn't it? Yeah. Um, no, it's not. It, it's back, but there's a newer version of it. But fuck mm-hmm. that. David Jason voicing Danger Mouse. Mm-hmm. And the theme tune, oh my god, was the best of all time. He's the greatest. He's fantastic. Wherever there is danger, he'll be there. He's the ace. He's amazing. He's the strongest. He's the quickest. He's the best. Danger Mouse. He's terrific. He's magnificent. He's the greatest secret agent in the world. Danger Mouse. Powerhouse. He's the fastest, he's the greatest, he's the best. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Danger Mouse. Who done one of the other voices? It was a guy from like the Carry On films, Terry someone, wasn't it? Terry I Scott. Am- didn't they have a total battle where they were trying to one-upmanship yeah. on the voices? I am sure I've seen that. Well, I fucking loved it. We used it to watch it in from Terry and June, wasn't it? Yes. That was uh, the that's voice right. of... That's right. Ethel the Frog then goes on to say, I never really got into stuff like Thundercats, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or He-Man. Mm. I particularly disliked that one because of the irritating moral message they tried to force down your throat at the end <laughs> yeah. of the show. God, I almost forgot about Battle of the Planets. I fucking love that show and its origins in Japanese anime. Mm-hmm. Gotcha, man. Probably explains why I still enjoy some anime today. Mm-hmm. It had some bizarre characters, for example, Kayop with a strange speech impediment. Tiny, the big fat one. Princess, who I had a pre-teen crush on. Oh. I was pre-teen, not the other way around. That would have been weird. <laughs> and Zoltar, the hermaphrodite baddie. Awesome show. Oh, I forgot about him. Battle of the Planets. I've got no memory of this one, like, but it seems a lot like Captain Planet. I've got no memory of it. What he says, it's a, it, what it was, was it was an anime that they like edited down ah, right, to okay. release it. And it is good. The, I, I think they might have formed some... I think they flew like spaceships or something. Mm-hmm. I did like it, but I don't really have a very big memory of it. You'll be relieved to know for the length of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> One final note. I'm not, nor ever have been a Disney fan. Vanessa cartoon was about Donald Duck, who was a cantankerous bastard just like me. What a lovely word. Cantankerous. Yeah. I found them too twee and whimsical. Mm-hmm. There's tons of other stuff that keeps flitting through the void that is my memory bank, so I'll stop there before this becomes a long, tedious list. Too late. <laughs> just a joke. Just a joke, mate. I hope this will do your chums. I'm looking forward to the next podcast. It's one of the highlights of my month. Ah. You poor Yours guy. knows what poor to say. guy. <laughs> Cheers, Ethel the Frog, aka at Nylor, aka Chris, aka number one fan. Yes. P.S. What's this? 
I didn't get last month's check again. If you want me to continue with the charade, you need to keep up your end of the bargain too. <laughs> anyway, I probably shouldn't. Yeah, have read, shouldn't have read that. Probably shouldn't have read that bit out. Um, yeah, thanks for that message, Ethel the Frog. The last email's from Michael. Hi, Michael. Are you doing you all right? Mm, well, he's possessing me right now. No. <laughs> Hi, it's me, Captain Cartoon Mike. Mutants and aliens and toads beware. My champion spirit is here to stay. And I'm here to talk about the friends I have in the cartoon world. I hope you'll enjoy, like DuckTales, enjoy flying in oldie-style airplanes. You may already know, but I have many friends what are actually cartoon characters from my youthful childhood times. In fact, I'm actually sitting here now with Wowza the dog and the girl from Captain Planet. It's funny because I asked if she'd like a drink and she replied, Water! <laughs> Never gets old, that one. They both say hi, by the way. I'll start with my old friend whose name I've forgotten. He was off that really good and sadly underrated Mysterious Cities of Gold. Oh, yes. The kids on that were after a golden condor or something that it took ages to get. Mm-hmm. Pretty good it was. So my mate off that, he's really into bare-knuckle boxing. He's terrible at it, but since the cartoon ended, he's got no other source of income. His trainer is a transformer that turns into a stereo. I think he's only in for the laughs, and I have instructed the Cities of Gold lad to ask Man-at-Arms to see if his recruitment firm can find a new coach. <laughs> what was the last you heard of Chitara? I saw her a few years ago and she was telling me all about meeting this guy from Australia and starting a family. I wonder if she's living over there nowadays. Ah, Chitara. Oh, Chitara. Oh, many memories. <laughs> many memories. Lionel, I, do, I do think she's got six tits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never have before, but now oh, I will. There we go. Do you think she's got six tits? <laughs> Lionel is another I haven't seen in a while. Apparently he thinks he's Mr. Big Shot now. He owns that bakery. <laughs> what? Well, in my opinion, he shouldn't forget his roots. His sausage rolls are nothing am- <laughs> nothing amazing and it's a long way to fall when poor quality stops your customers coming. Speaking of sausages, I see the two gummy bear kids are all fat now. That gummy berry juice must have had a high sugar content. They'll be on benefits now, I reckon. Oh, and while I remember, Shredder said to tell you he's a huge fan of the podcast. I bumped into him at yoga, and he was really excited about starting his animal love blog. He's really changing, though. Such a nice, caring fella, and he's actually quite the looker now. He stopped wearing that awful mask. He said it's because he's had embarrassing spots, but hey, nobody's perfect. I'll tell you, was pretty damn close, though. Penny, who used to hang around with Inspector Gadget. <laughs> she had a court case against him for posting dodgy pictures of her on ratemycartoonbody.com. And I don't think they're speaking now. But I have to say, Penny's looking mighty fine these days with her new HD brow and surgically enhanced lips. <laughs> anyway, Venger from Off Dungeons & Dragons has invited me over for tapas. He's getting Skeletor and Wily Coyote to bring the wine, and I just have to bring my amazing stories. Have a really special cast. Lots of love, Cartoon Mike. Ah, lush. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful? So Michael's entered an entire, entirely new realm of existence, <laughs> apparently. Yeah. And, and he's now living with Corn and Curtis, which is a wonderful place to be, I would imagine. Oh, 
So Ross, that's all the correspondence we have. Um, it's a lot of correspondence that we've had. Yeah. There's a list, a little list. I've got a little list. I just want to quickly go through of cartoons that I remember. Is that okay? Yes, I'll just eat one jelly baby. I'm going to eat two and get some fucking energy. Yeah. I'm going to blast through this list because this part of the special episodes is always the hardest bit where Ross actually genuinely starts to nod off. Yeah, <laughs> that is true. So, let's go. Right. Old ones that I remember. Mighty Mouse. Uh-huh. Yeah? Remember yeah. it? Yeah. If I say remember it, we can just go for it. Bit of feedback. Just just come back with... Just, Riff. just We're riffing. We're riffing. <laughs> mouse <laughs> full of jelly babies. Superhero mouse called Mike Mouse. Bit of a piss take. Right. <laughs> Banana Man? I remember it, yeah. I yeah, remember I absolutely it. fucking love Banana Man. It was like a comic beano or something like that, the way the animation was. Mm-hmm. Cheap think. and crap, yeah. Mm. The voices were hilarious. Cheap like and Eric. crap. Yeah. <laughs> Eric's voice was ridiculous. He had this really strange accent. I don't know. It was a regional, you know, a regional accent. Yeah. We wouldn't know about that, but it was like nah, a regional nah, accent. Nah, nah, I mean, you're fucking dofty. Proper English. Uh, the characters were deliberately over the top in parodies of other shows. Banana Man was such a dafty and ridiculously camp. And the crow always seemed to save the day. Mm-hmm. As I said earlier. Yeah. Mm. Now I did fucking love the theme tune for Banana Man. <laughs> Super Ted, remember Super Ted? Yes. Similar in many ways to Banana Man, but not Very similar. not intended to be a parody as such. He was a teddy bear that that a spotty man played by John Pertwee. Yes. Honestly? Yeah. From outer space, uh, he brought him to life. Then Mother Nature gave him superpowers. Mother Nature. He had the same secret magic word that we never knew. He's doing... And then he turned into Super Ted. The bodies were class. There was Texas Pete and this incredibly camp skeleton. He was just called Skeleton, but he was just like really fucking ridiculously camp. Skeleton? That's uh, pretty fucking... He was a skeleton. Didn't you have a Super Ted... Uh... Yeah, he's just over there. He's up there. He's on underneath all those cushions. Oh. Asleep. He's asleep. Shh. He's asleep. Is he having a sleep? Penny Crayon, voiced by Sue Pollard. I remember, yeah. Of all people. She can do in, anything in, she wants. Yeah. Penny Crayon. Can she do can do anything, anything she wants. wants. She can draw a thing and stuff and that crocodile and things. And then they come to life and bite you on the ass. Penny Crayon is such a fucking bitch. <laughs> Um, yeah, Sue Pollard's voice was incredibly abrasive, wasn't it? Really? Yeah. Think Pollard. That wasn't. It didn't sound like no. her. But uh, like that's sort of imagine that, but for like six or seven minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, she could draw anything she wanted, and it would come to life. What a class skill to have if you can draw. Imagine, imagine you could. You were shit at drawing. Uh-huh. And you draw, drew stuff that, that. Came, came alive and oh, kill me, like totally fucked up stuff. <laughs> Your last comes in, are you? And you're upstairs shagging a matchstick, like, a matchstick, <laughs> a matchstick woman. Oh, right. it's like you've been cheating on us. Remember when you it's used to draw cotton? It's some matchstick woman that you're shagging. <laughs> when you used to just do a W and X and a Y, and that was like supposed to look like the W was the boobs and X was the belly button, and the and Y was like you'd the, be shagging if you couldn't draw. The Y was the quim. <laughs> uh, family Ness, do you remember that? Oh God, I. That's uh, bagpipes. Mm. Set, set in Scotland, where a couple of bands befriend a family of Nessies. 
totally far-fetched in my opinion yeah. <laughs> uh but yeah it was a crack at that one jimbo and the jet set remember that yes. the plane that can talk gets up to all sorts of cables <laughs> precursor to that shit that fergie came up with remember that Fergie the Sarah Ferguson. Oh, that's right, yeah. But she the little helicopter. I like the sheep at the start on the intro video, on the intro bit of Jimbo. There was these sheep mm-hmm. and cows that used to shout Jimbo into the sky. Do you remember that? I, I don't know. Oh, it was great. It was the best thing I've ever seen. I think I was a little too old for that. Do you remember Batfink? Oh, my wings are a shield of steel. Yes. In karate... The, his apprentice oh, that was... incredibly racist <laughs> incredibly racist he even had that sort of dodgy sort of like man trying to be a Chinese man accent it was horrendous it was originally in the 60s like 67 or something but me and my brother used to watch the reruns was that not Hanna-Barbera as well? Um, don't know don't know mm. but it was like a, they were sending up Batman and Green Hornet yes that was like the idea uh, he had his wings of steel and his supersonic radar, which was like he used to go like that, and beep beep used to come out of his mouth, and like the words beep beep used to kind of travel around. It's class. It, I used to fucking love that. It wasn't class. What was that? Hong Kong Fooey. Do you remember that? Number one super guy. Nah, I never watched that. Well, it was about the dog. Because he's like a bit of a yeah. racial stereotype mm. as well. It was like a dog, wasn't he? Aye. I'm, I'm the, doing. Had the Mega game. Was it shit? Yeah. Yeah. Animals of Farthingwood. Oh no! Oh no! Moving on. Did you not like it? Was it too much? It was too emotionally. It was shit. It was too emotionally racking for me. I didn't it? like it, man. I yeah, I went, no, it's not. I'm not crying. I just got someone in my eye. Read. I was being eating peanuts. I'm a deathly allergic. <laughs> it was. I've put here absolutely unreal series, very like Peter Rabbit oh, and Watership Down. This was... series was about a group of animals who had to make their way from Farthingwood. That is being cut down and destroyed. Every episode seemed to kill another character off, if you remember. It was fucking heart-wrenching. I can't remember that. Yeah, there was always characters getting killed. It was horrendous. In the it's first, the, the opening scene of the first ever episode, a toad gets squashed. <laughs> and it gets loads of rubbish, like loads of soil gets dumped on top of this toad. Right. And one of the bits of soil or brick or something falls and forms its tombstone. Whoa. In this fucking eye. Did you rewatch this or was this? Ah, just... Uh, just last night now. No. That's why it's still fresh. Mm-hmm. It was really hard hit and emotional. Hang on a second, I just need to. Uh, Molly and Badger, their relationship was incredibly heartwarming. Molly used to ride on Badger's back. Ah, oh, his beg voice. Your hello, hello, Badger. And he used to like, talk uh, like that. I beg your pardon. <laughs> it was no, it wasn't nothing like that, you dirty boy. Fox was an absolute hard ass too, and Vixen was hot as fuck. Do you remember Vixen? Oh, she was a sexy bitch. She had like a little bit, long, <laughs> little bit longer hair on her jowls. Yeah, that, that made her, that made you think she was a girl. A little bit longer hair. Oh, <laughs> fucking! She had like a little bob. <laughs> uh, there were some hilarious characters, like the head of the rats, who was called Bully. I don't know if I've ever told you this story before on this podcast. I'm not sure. Is it long? <laughs> but it, no, it's two seconds. He used to shout, "Who am I?" And all the other rats used to shout, "Bully, mm-hmm. bully, bully." And my brother used to sit on us and used to say, who am I? Let's sit on his chest so I couldn't move. And I had to say bully before you would let us up. I can't <laughs> um, imagine Mon doing that. <laughs> he was, he was fucking hardcore. Was he hard? I used to, yeah. used to like do the type, remember the typewriter? Oh, yeah. I deserved it. I was a right little shit. I love that show though. Tailspin. Oh, yeah. This was an interesting concept. 
It featured characters from the Jungle Book, mm-hmm. but in some kind of weird alternate reality where Baloo was a cargo pilot and King Louie and, and, and Shia Khan was involved as well mm-hmm. in some fucking way. I don't know. It, but it was typical Disney crack where it was just kind of like, ooh, fucking everything. Everything's Ari in the end, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. one, there's, ne- there's never any peril. Odd that it would be written by a, a Nazi sympathizer. That was... Whoa! Disney, but not, yeah. Well, I, I know he didn't personally have, write stuff. I'm sure he probably had his... Ten years after he's he had his, his reasons. <laughs> uh, that's a third third or fourth time that you've mentioned in this cartoon. In this cartoon... It feels like a cartoon in this podcast. What? Nazis. Alright. One more? Nazis. Thank you. Count Dukula, what can be said about this? Voiced by David Jason. It's poor though. Doing a shit American accent as well. Really? I've not went back. And... Yeah. I remember it being a lot better than it was, but oh, it was about a duck. Just... Yeah. This reanimated vegetarian mm-hmm. vampire duck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the concept. In a castle that can teleport anywhere in the world. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's very, like, Castlevania. Okay, yeah. And there was a shop or something in the Discworld novels that could teleport anywhere. Mm. Mm. It was a bit of a bonkers concept with some great characters like Igor and Nanny. Oh, you'll get it! Remember that? Ah, yeah, me too. Uh, Everyone loved this cartoon, I've put here. (laughs) (laughs) Did you honestly? Dop... Top Cat. Top Cat. Oh. Or Boss Cat. I used to love this show. Boss Cat? He's called Boss Cat in America. Is he? Mm-hmm. Oh. I used to love this show. Top Cat was such a clever bastard, wasn't he? He was always getting getting one up on the on the Officer, Officer Dick. Dibble. Officer Dickhead. Dibbles? Officer Dibbly. Uh, uh, Officer Dickhead. <laughs> Officer Dibbledop. Uh, it has a laughter track though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so did the Flintstones. I I didn't until I watched an episode of Top Cat last night. I totally didn't register the, the laughter track. Isn't that weird? Like what? What were they thinking? Yeah. Because it, it's obviously not. All right. It's obviously not live. Uh huh. So they they felt the need to sort of highlight. This is where you laugh. Laugh now because this was a joke. Up. That's why I, I don't laugh. like stuff that has laughter tracks. Oh, flash it's up. awful, isn't it? Laugh now, laugh now. It, it that is something. Laughter tracks. That is something that's become a thing of the past, though. Really, I can't remember the last show I watched that had a laughter track on it. You know, it. you say that, and I really don't want to get into a tangent right now. But when you watch stuff like The Office and stuff, right? Mm. That that thing they do with the camera, where the camera uh, just se- centers on someone and they're like deadpan face, yeah. that's just almost the same thing. Oh, laugh now, laugh now. You're in right, fact, in right. some ways, it's worse. Yeah. No, I'll bring back the laughter track, I see. <laughs> How many more's on this list? I'm dying. Seven. Seven. Uh, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Tomatoes, tomatoes, what oh, did you say? They, they really made a card of that, did they? What do you mean? Well, that's based on a trauma movie. In fact, oh, really? it's the first ever... Hang on, was that what was George Clooney in that? That's what I was about. Right, okay. So it was a movie before it was a cartoon? I believe so. Ah, right, okay. But it was a fucking ridiculous premise of a mad professor making an army of killer tomatoes, tomatoes. They don't actually kill people, they just squash them, just get all... It's a cartoon, what do you expect? Yeah. Uh, He also accidentally created a furry-friendly tomato who is the mascot, Schnarf, fucking Uh... no-no... Fucking T-Bot. Uh, 
I'm so cute. They're basically just oh, that's how can we how can we make this franchise sell as many plush toys as possible? Twat. I'll tell you they were like driving around in Porsches thanks to the yeah definitely. Uh, they made a sexy teenager who transforms into a tomato when she's exposed to salt. Eh? Yeah. Oh, different, uh. So they got all of the, the young kids that were just discovering what their little winky did. <laughs> I got them involved as well. La- uh, uh, I apologise to listeners. <laughs> it is late. We're both shattered. And it's manifesting itself in a different way in Tom. <laughs> uh, I've had a lot of beer. Heathcliff. And Marmaduke. What a, guy. what a pair. Our rough little, tough little lally cat. And that's all I know from that song. Uh, it was a bit of a mix between Garfield, Top Cat, and Tom and Jerry. Shit. I used to watch it, but I don't have any particularly memorable memories. <laughs> there were so many fucking cartoons about cats. Uh, yeah, I agree. Fucking millions. Wasn't it? Loads. Cats are dickheads as well, that's the thing. They are, the total dickheads. I like dogs, me. Oh. <laughs> Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Chip and Dale. Was this related to Alvin and the Chipmunks in any way? No. No, that high-pitched fucking noise, yeah. that hype. Oh, my God, I hated that so much. I really hated it. It reminds us of those movies, Five Goes West and The Rescuers. Remember The Rescuers? Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was a very similar kind of concept, really. It I was, The uh... word rescues in the, same ti- in the title of each. But, yes, I, I really I find that high-pitched voice excruciating. The Wuzzles. Do you remember that? No. Now, this is a strange one because I don't actually remember the cartoon. However, I do remember the toys, like the plush toys being around my house. Mm-hmm. There was one called Bumble Lion. It was like this weird mix between a, a, a bumblebee and a lion. Right. But I remember one of them being in our house at one point. They were glowworms. Um, yeah, but let's not go yeah. down a tangent. Episode 34 will be about toys of our youth. The raccoons. Or oh, raccoons, yeah. raccoons, 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 raccoons. No sneer and stuff. Still sneer. I I loved the raccoons. I did when I was younger. I did. I I'm going to be honest about this, Ross. I did love the raccoons. Okay, despite the baddies' daft cock noses. <laughs> do you remember the cock noses? Oh, because of Ross. Do you remember the cock noses? I remember cock noses. Yeah. Cyril sneer. He had a big, long, weird pink cock nose, and his I don't know if it, his son's girlfriend. She was a weird looking character because she was the same species right. with the long nose thing. Well, that's what the guy I work with was saying. So it's about the raccoons, right? And yeah. they're raccoons. Aye. They're raccoons. And their pals are like other animals. Uh-huh. I think one of them's like a dog. Yeah, there's a dog. And there's so a what are they? I don't know. They're pink entities. Pink cock noses. Yeah, pink with, entities. With horrible know, teeth and nails. Awful, aren't they? I felt like. From memory, the theme was going to be amazing. The theme yeah, it tune. starts off as if it's going to be tickles you. But it's shit. It is, yeah. So I'm not putting that in. It, it says <laughs> it something shit. about him, doesn't it? it yeah. It's really weird because it look at the raccoons and it's just it's just him <laughs> chatting on and a little bit of fucking music. It is, eh? Look at the raccoon. It's great. Uh, but what about Cyril Sneer though? He's not so great. Uh, and then it's, it's like, look at the raccoons. And that's it. Did Did you give that band? Uh, think of a lame name for a band. Uh, the Rockettes is that an actual name for a band possibly but yeah. excuse me did you give the, the Rockettes you know that they had to make that song for Ricardo yeah yeah let's get them in and that's what they come up with what happened oh well it was like 
get late and we just decided to pump out any old shit. Yeah, it was it was piss poor. It's a real shame because I was looking forward to putting that in. Oh well. You know when you're expecting a nostalgia train to hit you, and it just doesn't. As it's is it going? It's going from the train station. Bye, nostalgia Bye. train. Goodbye. Toot toot. Hey. Do you remember Rupert the Bear? Um, a bit. Yeah, I fucking hated Rupert the Bear. Like, Not much. Whenever it came on, it was so twee and safe. Rupert was such a wet bastard as well. It was like, oh, daddy, can I go camping? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, you ask your mum. Uh, I'm going camping, mother. Oh, uh, yeah, no, you're not. No, I'm just going in the back garden, mother. Oh, fuck it. Honestly, it was so shit. It really <laughs> was shit. Finally... This is a little bit. What is a nice word. <laughs> this is a little bit past youth youth stuff, but I wanted to mention it. Dexter's Laboratory. We so watched two episodes bit of that last night, actually. So it was quite late on, but definitely worth a mention. I loved the thick lines around them, like almost cell shaded animation, which was similar to like Powerpuff Girls and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Fairy Godparents. I loved Dexter's accent. Aye. It was getting. Yeah, Didi, yeah. It's a nice sister, Didi. Uh, the way he said it. I love the way he said her name and I thought it was just a great show with like great ideas for inventions and stuff yeah, like that yeah we watched it and I thought it was really good yeah. it still holds up mm-hmm. there's probably lots that we might not have mentioned mm-hmm. if there's any that listeners have thought of while we've been talking that we haven't mentioned and they're thinking oh, fuck it, I haven't mentioned that one what's your problem like see I can't I can't think I can't think I can't think of any more any more I can't think of any yeah, more yeah I can't good that's it though. Uh, I hope that was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. I yeah. hope so as well. For you, Ross. For me. And for <laughs> so, there we go. That's that done. Cartoon special. Yeah. It's been a long time coming. It's have we ever mentioned it before? I don't know if I have. But it's been a long time coming. It's finally done. <laughs> Put to bed. There's nothing more we can say about cartoons and we never will again. Apart from like maybe adult cartoons we'll talk about them. Yeah, some perhaps point. they might. Maybe animated ones like Claymation, sort of stop go animation, mm-hmm. puppetry. I mean there's there's lots of things that as we said at the start of this episode, no one's ever talked about retro cartoons on a podcast nah, before, I'm sure. So we're, we're forging new ground as setting, always. Setting new boundaries as always, yeah. Now the next episode is gonna be a Halloween special because guess what? It's Halloween. It's Halloween. <laughs> well guessed. Thanks. Speaking of guest, mm-hmm. we're going to have a guest. Oh. Simon is going to feature. Yeah. It's going to be a vampire special. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about vampire games, vampire, some vampire movies. Me and Ross, me and Ross, Ross and I are going to watch Martin, the George A. Romero movie. Yes. The head-to-head, I touched on it earlier, it's going to have a spooky theme. It's going to be, shall we say, shall we say? Let's see. There's going to be a quiz, so we're going to do the head-to-head, like, sort of live mm-hmm. on the on the episode, which is going to be an extra bit of pressure, isn't it? You won't be able to handle that. <laughs> you won't be able to handle that, Ross. Okay. Getting in your head straight away, because yeah. I'm getting a bit nervous, because it was 5-0 at one point, I'm sure, and now it's 5-3, so I'm a little bit nervous. But, yeah, we've got loads to check about. It's going to be spooky. Yeah, spooky. I love okay. Halloween. I can't wait. Oh, nah. I'm getting into that spirit already. Once yeah, this no. one's done and dusted, it's out there, and I start knuckling down on the vamp- vampire special. Mm-hmm. Because we did zombies last time, and I really enjoyed that episode. Yeah, We're going to get dressed up as well. 
Oh, right? yes. We're going to get dressed up. I'll ask the, the producers will oh, dress nice. up the lair yeah. uh, as they did last year, probably exactly the same way as they did last That's year still was good. to ensure that the producer's mind can cope with that concept. We might even get little Luna dressed up as something and bring oh. her into the fray because she's already got little spiky vampire teeth, so that would work. As always, please do Zoltan get... Zoltan the Hound of Vampire. Uh, Zoltan the Hound of Dracula. Is that what it's called? That's a shit film okay. by um, Hammer. Hammer. Right, and okay. it's Zoltan the Hound of, Vamp- uh, of Dracula. I keep mispronouncing it. I'm fucking shattered. <laughs> That's I because we've been recording knackered. for three or four days. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> So as always, get in touch at Gonoxley at G-O-N-A-R-C-H-S-L-A-I-R or on Facebook on the Gonoxley page or Gonoxley at yahoo.co.uk. Please do get in touch. Mm-hmm. A lot of people have for this episode and it's been, yes, it's been fucking nice. uh, a grand success. So yes, anything more you want to say, Ross? No, just uh, take care and don't have nightmares. Goodbye. <laughs> and thank you very much for listening to on from the cats earlier didn't I did I I think you did yeah. yeah I did yeah yeah I did and I said that he had my brother had quite a few of the toys mm-hmm. we did we talked about we talked briefly no about, that was uh, He-Man you were talking about yes it was and I'm talking about hang on what did you just say Battle Cat was that for... no Battle Cat's He-Man man right so what's that thing that drove around <laughs> oh the tank sort of thing well it was something there was... <laughs> oh my god they're all coming cat. they're all coming together in one sort of god <laughs> Yes, something else. There's too hell. many fucking cats. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what it was called, but I'm sure it was like a big tank sort of thing. Like a big tank, tank cat. Tank cat. Cat tank. Why haven't they made that? Why haven't the Can-tankerous? British Army made that? <laughs> <laughs> Cantankerous. That's it's good. Cooking, that is good. Second time I've said that.